Bucky's all right. I went to Bucky's this morning. Let me tell you. Let me talk to you. Man, oh man, good morning, ass family, and welcome to another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. This morning, I had uh, what, what, what some would, would say a, a moment of clarity, an epiphany. Maybe even you could define it as a miracle. I was hoping Mage would be here already. I haven't seen him sign in yet, but I'm sure he's here. At least he'll be here in spirit. So I I went to Bucky's this morning. Didn't get no breakfast there. Didn't get nothing there. So I'd come home. And I said, you know what? Brad, kid's on vacation. 
I'm going to go get her some donuts. Now, we go to this place, and, and, and if you're in Texas and you want to find donuts, and if it ain't somebody from the Pacific Rim making donuts, don't eat there. I don't know. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. You will not hear this at any donut shop. Slides off limits to Ching Chong's. No. No, no, no. So we got this one donut shop here in Rockwell. We got a couple. We, we, well, every, it, you got a donut shop on every corner. We go to two. There's one fancy, 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 dancy place. They got the creme brulee donut and the coconut cream pie donut, which are phenomenal. And then we got our regular donut place that we just found because bratty kids like chocolate cake donuts with chocolate icing and sprinkles, and they make them there. So I got all the ones they had of those and a couple of chocolate cake donuts, and I said, you know what? Because I like this place. I've had the chocolate cake donuts. They're quite good. I've had blueberry donuts. But I have not had their jelly donut yet. So, got a red-filled one. I don't know. Was that raspberry, strawberry, something like that? I don't know. I was like, okay, give me the red. Because there was like a yellow one, and then there was like an off-white one. The off-white one looked like mayonnaise, and I don't think that, that ain't going to be no good. Now, I probably got to ask next time for a double squirt because they didn't put near enough fucking jelly in the damn donut. When I want a jelly donut, I want it to look like it's a hemorrhaging, like, like when old people get blood taken out of them and they bruise up. That's what I want my jelly donut to look like, an old person's arm. But I got to tell you, the donut part of this jelly donut, and I, I, I am, I am, I'm not, I'm not paid by these people. That was the greatest donut in all my 52 years, and I hope you know I have eaten donuts from Seattle to Miami, Chicago to fucking Matamoros, Mexico, Tijuana as well. Today's jelly donut, when I bit into that, I almost started crying just immediately. As soon as it hit my taste bud, I was like, this is the greatest donut I've ever had. They just need to put more jelly in there. So with that being said, I'm going to say some good mornings here. And that moved me, that donut actually moved me. To give you something today that I promised you next week, but since I'm not like that dick Chris Kringle, I'm not going to make you wait. We have a new verse, or possibly two, to an Ask Arnie song. But before we can get to that, I got to say good morning to my ass family. See who's riding along today. Scott, first one in the house. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. How are you, my friend? He says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. Happy Lake Tahoe. Happy, yeah, I was getting my Chicago there. Happy Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Yes, Joe Murphy will be with us in the next hour. Colin says, morning, everybody. The good Darren. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I should be fine if I don't push too hard. Good 
Darren says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Uh, Rhino. It's t-shirt time? It is. What kind of t-shirt time? T-shirt time? It is 12 to It's Rhino from Porky My Pretty. t-shirt time. Oh. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Everybody knows it's t-shirt time. You're damn right. So t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts yeah, on. Yeah, you, you got to put your T-shirts on. And I got to tell you, th today's shirt is the most truthful shirt I've ever had. It says that uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger except sharks. Sharks will kill you. That's the truth. So thank you to Rhino and 45 Printing uh, sponsoring the, the, the T-shirt time. What a shirt. I got to tell you, I like these shirts. Because the, the arms on the big fat guy sizes, they're kind of small. Make, makes me kind of feel yoked. Makes me feel like I'm filling them out a little bit. Oh, boy. I got I got a couple more. I, I got a couple more. We got to like it. So there you go. Uh, 4T5printing.com. We're 20% off everything. Uh, promo code ASSFAMILY at checkout. There you go. Look at that. Look at that. It's like I'm a trained fucking seal at this. Oh, okay, let's get back to good mornings. Here we go. Uh, all right, there, Trash Panda. Oh, I love trash. Good morning, my friend. This is good morning, ass family. Well, good morning. Freedom Girl. Says good morning, Arnie and ass family. Good morning to you as well. See, I told you I'd get that done. Oh, my lord. There she is. Stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. Holy shit. Look <laughs> at them donuts. Yeah, yeah, she just sent me a text. Thanks for the donuts. So there you go. Uh, happy day off to you. Uh, and I hope that you enjoy your donuts. House of Pain. Says good morning, ass family. Well, good morning, my friend. I hope that you are doing well today. I'm sure that you are. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Jazzman yeah. says morning, ass family. I survived San Francisco barely. Does anyone know how to scrub your lungs and get rid of disease? Fucking cloud of shit covers that city now. Very sad. Happy Joe Murphy Day, everyone. Well, happy Joe Murphy Day to you. Hey, yo. Hey, Gold says morning ass. Happy Sloppy Joe Thursday. Man, that would be a great sponsorship. Holy shit. If we could get Sloppy Joes to... See, this is why this show needs to be worldwide. Man, my marketing brain is going. Sloppy Joe Murphy. Sloppy Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. I love it. Uh, Rhino and Jamie do fantastic fucking work on everybody. Yes, uh, yes, they do, and, and I'm waiting. Oh, man, when, 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 that, when that hat comes, I cannot wait. I'm so pumped up for that. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Santa's family says ahoy. Uh, see, I'll be putting it in order, Rido. There you go. Uh, Tyler, thank you, Jazz Man. Bull Ogre! <laughs> Buenos dias, mi amigo! Brady Kid says, you got Taylor Swift codes? I, I don't have any Taylor Swift codes. I'm sorry. Um, uh, Becca! Hey, da Derek! Becca! Becca! It says, good morning, ass. Finally, it's Friday Eve. Let's do this, Oski! Our wiener's the size of a Tic Tac. That's why you want breast milk so good. Yeah. All right. Oski says, good morning, ass. Family, Mage! Hey! Konnichiwa, bud! What's up? How's it going? Domo! Arigato! 
they got to? Around here, we speak American, okay, bud? Uh, he says, good morning, Aston AIG. I'm here just in a Zoom meeting, so one ear listening to you, the other listening to a meeting. Look, I, I just played uh, the the uh, the MJF thing. MJF cut gra- a great promo last night. Check this out. Adam Cole, you are so skinny and ghostly pale white that if this were the 80s, Hogan would have snorted you. Whoa. Whoa. Damn. A jelly donut. Yeah, oh, man. Let me, let me tell you, that's a, it, literally... It was the greatest donut I have ever had. I'm not even making that up. Ralphie says, Ask family, good morning. Y'all, you are all fantastic. Ralphie, I'm working on a sound effect for you, my friend. Uh, there he is. Hey there, Stink Fist. <laughs> says, good morning, Ask. Well, I had a wonderful day yesterday. I took my dog for a walk, strutted around my neighborhood proudly, displaying my A's hat like we just won the World Series. No sweep. Now go and take all three against the Giants, Arnie. Man, stick this. When it when 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 it was in the eighth inning yesterday, I was thinking about you. I was just laughing because the Rangers played like dog shit yesterday. Nobody could hit the ball. And, and by the way, little note, tall announcers out there, especially the shitty Texas Rangers TV announcers, you guys are deplorable. The guy, the pitcher who starts the game is not known as an opener. Okay, I don't care if he's a reliever and he's only going to throw three innings. He's the fucking starter. He's starting the game. I am not changing that. It's not an opener. It's not some shitty band paying their dues on the road opening for Metallica. He's a starting pitcher, you dick faces. Colin says, morning, folks. New to the ass family. Oh, Colt. Colt 45. Well, hey, welcome. Oh, we got to get a gun sound effect for that guy. Uh, am I annoying as fucking chat room? Fuck it. Uh, Fred in the house. My opinion's the only one that counts. You're damn right, Fred. Good morning to you, my friend. Swoosh. <laughs> Good morning, ass family. Freedom Girl says, thanks, Arnie. Love my walk-up music. You are awesome. I do try. I try. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Yeah. Will I choke hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm. 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 Jazz man, just find a hobo with a hammer to cleanse your memory. That would do it. He's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. I really, really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you, you're out. I appreciate that. She says, good morning, ass family. What a glorious day. Dodgers are now six games ahead of the Giants. Hallelujah. Welcome, Colt 45. Uh, you're out. Are you up to date on uh, Justified? I did not know that Raylan Gibbons and you were related. She'll know what that means. <laughs> Matt Hatter says, good morning, ass swoosh. MJF besmirching Horace Egan. I knew him at Hulk. Uh, <laughs> Ryan says, welcome, Colt. Stinkfist, no announcers can compete with Glenn Kuyper. That is the truth. I mean, there are announcers, and then there is Glenn Kuyper. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum Jesus. and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Really? Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. My God. That's a free plug, pal. Adam Cole was just a snack for Hunter Biden. No shit. Well, all right. We've waited long enough. I promised you this. Um, I made a big deal about it on the social medias. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is a world premiere of sorts. 
the first verse you might recognize. The next one and the next one, welcome to the jungle, baby. cannot do any better. I, I cannot do any better. I, I mean, that right there, I, I, I don't know what's bigger than a Grammy. I, you might want to just give me the EGOT for just that. I, I, I mean, it, 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 that was that good. I mean, seriously, Steph, good morning. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep them motherfuckers off your ass. Thank you. Uh, it says, hi from Mount Rose Summit Trail. There you go. Is that Pavarotti? She's bigger than Jabba on dialysis. I'm suddenly feeling warm and cozy like I'm sitting by the fire sipping hot cocoa. This is beautiful. I think they just figured out the next Grammy Award. Uh, Derek says, well done, my friend. Mark Twain Award. Christopher gives me five stars. (laughs) That's a little Ed McMahon there. Five and five quarter stars. Alpo. 
That one was fun. I wrote that one this morning. That one was fun. <laughs> that one might get a little blowback. I don't care. I don't care about that. You know me. All right. Time to start the big program here. Um, the House GOP yesterday. Oh, five and three, 16 stars. No Budweiser. The House Oversight Committee Republicans have released the bank records on Hunter Biden's payments from Russia and their oligarchs that clear almost $20 million. You know, the first thing I thought of when I saw this story was that gal, London, who spells it with a U down in Arkansas, is like, that motherfucker. Because, wait, isn't she getting like five grand a month and she ain't going to use their name? Oh, man. Cowboys girl. Oh, where you been? You missed the new song. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. If y'all ask nicely later, I'll do it one more time today. Because I'm very proud of this one. House Oversight Committee, uh, James Cormer out of Kentucky. Released a memo about the family of foreign business dealings producing bank records. The show Hunter Biden and associate received over $20 million from people they weren't supposed to. They went to one dinner one night, and just because Joe Biden showed up, the person that was throwing that dinner bought Hunter Biden a Porsche. A Porsche! Uh, $20 million, that's a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of Adam Cole to buy. No shit. Hate to be a dick, but we told you. I mean, look, this Hunter Biden thing is so fantastically stupid. But it only gets stupider. I promise you, if stupider is a word, then it gets stupider. And it happened yesterday. And God damn it. God bless this man more than anything. Peter fucking Ducey. Now, where's the fucking music? I just had the fucking music. Are you kidding me? Are, are, are you seriously kidding me, Arnie? I just had. There it is. Dropping deuces. Peter Ducey, you are a fucking legend. Yesterday, oh. Peter Ducey is here in you go. Mexico for us. Uh, what'd you get, Peter? Sandra, we got a first-of-its-kind reaction to that testimony. Nobody has asked President Biden yet about these allegations from a former Hunter Biden business associate that uh, Hunter would call his dad, then the vice president, and put him on speakerphone to chat uh, uh, with his business associates. So at the conclusion of this event, I had a chance at the president's invitation, he waved his son over uh, to ask him. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you were on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Because it's not true. Thank you, Mr. President. He even said, thank you, Mr. President, afterwards. And so he wanted to talk about the transition to a green economy, uh, he did not want to talk about that, but it does now conflict with the sworn testimony of Devin Archer. Devin Archer went under oath to talk about these speakerphone calls. Uh, some of the Democrats that came out of that 
room where they were listening in private said that the president was just talking about the weather, but he's saying that they didn't talk at all. Back to you. Very uh, interesting I, stuff. Great. You know, here's the thing. <laughs> I knew you were going to ask a lousy question. I, uh, tough Joe Biden is the greatest. I swear to God, they should give. They should make a the TV president did show. an interview oh, with the Weather up. Channel, and which shut he was- up, moron! I don't care about that. Um, when tough Joe Biden comes out. And he uses phrases like lousy and jack. Oh, it it warms my soul to see an elderly tough guy. How much would you pay to watch Joe Biden throw a right cross at Peter Doocy? I love Peter Doocy. I want to see Joe Biden throw a punch just to see, like, like, if he disintegrates halfway through the punch. Oh, that he is so fantastic when he's tough guy. By saying, thank you, Mr. President, Peter Ducey gave the Fox News equivalent of I love you. No shit. I wish tough Joe would poke him hard enough in the chest and Ducey breaks his microphone over his head. V. Coop and Pastor Locke bust people with microphones. <laughs> oh, that's so fantastic. That's a lousy question. I knew you were going to ask a lousy question, Ducey. You old son of a bitch. I ought to take you out of here and paint your back porch red. Joe would not get that right, though. I'm going to take you in the back and paint your back porch like those people down in the South do when they get all up in their arms about weather. And we've stopped climate change. There's a climate emergency. We just stopped cancer. Huh? What what are you what are you saying? That that that's the entire show, is just Joe being tough and rambling on about nothing. It's probably only got about one or two episodes in it, but man, those one or two episodes would be funny as shit. Uh, more on this wonderful cash uh, that's happening. Who's the angrier old man, Tough Joe Biden or Ron Goldman Dad's? Oh, OJ, you slimy sack of shit. I can say it here. You do the old Yosemite Sam. OJ, you sarsaparilla sucking donkey. By the way, OJ posted a video today and I watched some of it. He's like, yo, man, the, the math don't add up. They're talking about this fucking player uh, for the Raiders that, that killed that lady driving a car, killed her and her dog, and he got like not 10 to like 20 years or some bullshit, right? And then OJ goes, then think about this. If you get invited to a hotel room to retrieve things that were yours, and by the way, I've got them back. That was a court decree. You get 9 to 33 years. I just wanted to scream through it. You were not getting jail time for that. They were making up for a great Los Angeles wrong. Uh, Joe was here for in New Mexico to convince our governor to cease oil production. You know, the number one income for the state. Thank God Bill Richardson's still not your fucking governor. If Bill Richardson was there, he would have probably shut it down. Those two episodes would be more than what Meghan Markle and her boy toy did on Spotify. Yeah. He only got one to three years, I believe. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, OJ wasn't in jail forever. I just thought that was funny. Um, new bank records show the $20 million, including $142,000 from a Kazakh oligarch to the president's son that he used to buy a Porsche after a dinner. I got to tell you, you know what? We I, I, I hate what they're doing to this country. But I got to say, look, look, look here. You can hate them for being Democrats. You can hate them for fucking swindling this country. You can hate them for killing them 13 Marines in Afghanistan. I, I hate him. But damn, is he is he is he entertaining? Oh, the player only got one to three years. Oh wow, Jesus, that's crazy. That's a very mild sentence. Have to ask Joe about that. Thank you, Steph. OJ still shouldn't have been mad though. OJ needs to just stay away from legal stuff. Um. You, you you gotta you, you you gotta give it up that that they got they got some kind of hustle. I mean, these are the Sopranos of Washington. Look, Tony Soprano was a bad guy. He killed people, but we all loved him. Now the thing is, we don't all love Joe, but at least we can look at Joe in that role now as a major fixture in a crime syndicate. Maybe he's not the head of the family. Let's see. If I were to, you know who he is. No, I no, I can't do this. No, I know who he is. He's a part of the New York side. He's Phil Libertardo. That's who he is, the white-haired guy, because I, I can't make him Polly Walnuts. I mean, I think Tony Soprano is, is Barack Obama. Yeah. Silvio is Michelle, because Michelle's Michael. Gavin Newsom is Christopher. Polly, ah, man. You know, you know who Polly is. Uh, uh, Chuck Schumer is Polly. Chuck Schumer, because Chuck Schumer always is dressed to the nines. He always looks good. He's an idiot, and and look, that's why we love Polly so much is because he was, because he was such an idiot. But we loved him. I mean, Polly, I, I have to say that on that show, I Polly had to be my favorite. It might be a first ball job. Yeah, of course. How long did it take for the guy to come? <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. When the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. Janice, great call. Great call. Hillary is Polly, the real enforcer. I, I can see that. Meadow is played by AOC. Yeah, I, I, I think I think we got a show there. Hunter Hunter is <laughs> Hunter's that weird kid that, that Phil Libertardo's nephew or whatever, or his godson or whatever, the kid who paints his hair blue when Phil Libertardo says you look like a Puerto Rican whore. That's who Hunter is. Hunter's the Puerto Rican whore. Anybody we leave out? Hunter is AJ. Now, see, he can't be AJ. 
Yeah, maybe, maybe he could be AJ. I, I, I could see that. But Barack Obama is definitely, is definitely Tony. He's definitely Tony. I thought Joe would be Uncle Junior. Oh, that's even better. That's even better. Bravo. Bravo. Yeah, that's it. That Joe is Uncle June. Keep in mind, Joe isn't Tony Soprano. He's easily Uncle Junior. Full dementia. Think he's in charge. Yeah. The gay one that rats on him is Beto O'Rourke. Yes. I forgot her name, but Christopher's girlfriend, the hot one. Can that be Lauren Bobart? Yeah. Lauren Bobart can be her. She 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 turned her back on him. She turned her back on the family. Now we need somebody else who turned their back on the family. Uh, because we need a big pussy character. God, we're good at this. Uh, RFK is Bobby Buckle. <laughs> That's so good. All right, let's move on, shall we? Uh, this is wonderful to see. Hey, great job, Biden administration. There is an actual cook shortage in the United States Army, meaning some of the mess halls are being closed down. An Army installation in Texas has been struggling to put food on the table for the soldiers. Fort Cavazos, also previously known as Fort Hood, has struggled to provide its junior enlisted troops with meals for months. Base is only opening two of its ten major dining facilities much of the summer. When did we turn into North Korea? What, what, not enough cooks. We need to recruit more women. Um, Chris Christie is big pussy. Bra- oh, that that's a home run, Scott. Many Army cooks have been pulled off base for rotation at the National Training Center for support and cadet exercises at Fort Knox, Kentucky, further straining uh, Fort Hood's facilities. Why are we doing this to our military? Why are we doing this to our United States military? Why, we're not feeding them now? Isn't it bad enough the way we treat them once they've served our country? But now, while they're serving, first of all, now while they're serving, they get they get served shit food to begin with. But now they're not even being served that. It's embarrassing. This is embarrassing as a nation. If you're not embarrassed by this, this I, the reason why I ask is this North Korea. North Korea troops don't eat. They have to rummage through farmlands to find rats. They eat rat soup over there. I'm not making that up. These are the men and women defending our freedoms. These are the men and women who are willing to give up their lives and we can't get them food, even the shitty kind? Unbelievable. You know what? I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say it's unbelievable. It's completely believable. 
in the country that we live in right now? Completely believable. It's still maddening, though. And, you know, this is why it's maddening, because instead of that, we have people now who are wanting to call out leaders of our country, not for defending, you know, the world and defending what's right and things like that. King Charles, King Chuck, our buddy, who were working on me getting knighted and then getting cantonized to St. Arnie, um, King Charles calls uh, called on to release the truth on UFOs. King Charles is under pressure to call on the British government to release information about UFOs. Why are you asking King Chuck? King Chuck ain't got nothing to do with anything. King Chuck is just waiting for an AMPM to open up so he can cut the ribbon. You know, it's not difficult to cook military food. They should just train some boots to do it. You're a cook now. Yeah? I miss the Chili Mac they served when I was at Fort Leavenworth in the 90s. Go Army. Trash Panda, thank you for your service, my friend. V. Coop says, have you ever been there? Not gorgeous. No, I can imagine. Um I got to ask this question. And, 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 and I'm being serious here because I covered this a couple weeks ago when we had those, those Senate meetings about the UFOs and things like that. And my stance now is I don't care. I, I, I just don't care about UFOs. Now, I have a real question, and it, no, it's not a put-down. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not setting you up to knock you down. It is a harsh question. It is, it, it's a real question I have. When you find out if there are or are not aliens, how will that change your life? I'm just wondering. And look here, no judgments on my part. I want to learn. So how will that change your life? that question because the people have been picketing for decades the people holding sign ufos are real and the government knows it tell the truth about roswell so um how is that going to change your life uh swoosh says you're missing the real story arnie of course there's lack of food in the hood (laughs) for me not really my company won't suddenly fire or hire people life as usual and keep an eye on it Rhino says aliens have to be real, but when both left and right politicians push a story, you know it's BS. It won't until they actually come and interact with us in public. Freedom says it won't change my life at all. It's a distraction. Let's say it's not a distraction. No, 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 no. I, I, I appreciate that freedom, girl. I really, I, I truly do. Um, let's say it's not a distraction. Let's say it's not a distraction. It, now, see, if we find out they're real and they accidentally crashed here because they weren't really wanting to be here and, oh, we've known about them for years and years and years and years and years 
and they live in their part of the world, and we live in our part of the world, why, why, why can't we just let them alone? They accidentally crashed here. Whoops, Daisy. They got better technology than us. Is that what we want? We want to go there and steal their technology? Apart from the predictable panic and run on supplies at stores by morons thinking the end is suddenly near, it's not the aliens to fear, it's the dumb fucking humans. Amen to that. Correct the mundo. Let's say it's not a distraction. Find out they crashed here. Whoops, Daisy. Maybe maybe some joyriding teenage aliens that, that took out daddy's fucking... That's what they call it there. Turned a corner too sharp, crashed into earth. Dead. Mama and daddy know about it. They're great fucking, you know, embarrassment about it, but ain't nobody gone to retrieve the body. Mama and daddy ain't getting the bodies back. They realize they broke the rules. They crossed earth. So what? Oh, hey, let them be. Let them be. Uh, they crash here. It's ours now. Reverse the engineering and get me the fuck off this shitty planet. So they travel billions of light years but crash in New Mexico. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Yeah, that's fucking stupid. Now, speaking of stupid, boy, oh, boy. Now, I think, I, I got to say, I think this is a company that has just pulled out their dick. And it's an impressive dick. Let, let me tell you, this is, the, this is like a Lexington Steel fucking cock. Veiny, glorious in all its ways. This isn't one of them weird-looking, you know, attached to Ron Jeremy cocks. This is a big cock. And that business is Disney. Disney's Dylan Mulvaney moment as it partners with trans TikTok influencer Sean Altman to promote clothing for girls. Um, here's the video. Oh, this is Breast cancer is now the most commonly diagnosed cancer worldwide. Okay. This got the team at work pro thinking. What if our pink line of DNA... Okay. Uh, let's see. Because wait until you hear what she, this thing wore in the video. Sorry, I, I, I did these these ads. I, I, I don't know why I have to watch damn ads. I don't want to see the fucking ads. Uh, okay, good. You got pink tools. That's wonderful. Let's knock that damn breast cancer out. But buying pink tools ain't going to do it. Uh-huh. My God, it's like moving backwards in time. Every time I look at the wheel, it moves back. Finally. Let's get dressed. Today, we're looking at the most iconic friend group, Disney's Mickey and Friends. And the character, most like me, is Minnie Mouse. And I have the most perfect dress to start the look. It even has little Mickeys on it. And I love how bold of a red it is. It's just like Minnie. I'm thinking of layering a fun collar, like this one, just to give it a little more flair. But now I feel like the dress needs more shape. So let's add this white petticoat under it. 
It's so fun to move in, and I love how it peeks out at the bottom. And to add even more shape, this belt should do the trick. Now for hair, I'm thinking of doing space buns. So let's pull out my hair donuts, and just like that, it kind of looks like I have mini ears. And mini wears gloves, so I need gloves. I'm also oh my god. So now Disney has gone the way of this. The promotion for Disney Style, which advertises clothing and accessories. Uh, I, I'm I, I'm sorry. This is targeting children. I, you you can't say it's not. All you people that want to come out and say, "Oh, everybody wants to look," at it. it's Disney, and you're dressing up like Minnie Mouse. Not many grown adults dress like Minnie Mouse. Uh, Stink Fist says, well, i got to sell my Disney stock. If there's a little, I can press that to skip the ad sometimes. Okay. A bunch of Michael Jacksons running around. Well, we we don't groom your kids until we do. Yeah. Dudes who try to sound like chicks make me cringe. Yeah. If If you were to watch this video, there'd be a lot of cringing going on. This is awful. And this is, I, I really do believe that this is the, this is where the rubber is going to meet the road. Can you imagine if this does to Disney what Dylan Mulvaney did to Budweiser? Christopher in the house. Oh, I know he's probably back to school, man. He says, my school district is having us sit through a seminar. About administering Narcan Naxaline to kids. What the fuck is happening in this world? Yeah. Don't want kids ODing on your bus. Christopher, I hope that you enjoy your seminar. You can, if you want to, uh, if you want to give a rating to your seminar, you can. Uh, They're going to have us pack a dose in our buses. Fantastic. Rather than address the problem of kids taking drugs, let's just make sure that we can save them, okay? Because we can't do anything about them. That's what they're saying. That's the message. Hey, because we can't stop kids from doing drugs, we can stop peanut butter from coming into school, but we can't say, we can't stop kids from accidentally taking fentanyl. Uh, you're in charge now of their lives. Understand, uh, uh, unbelievable. I've never once understood when a guy becomes gay, they suddenly have to affect some effeminate, fake, high-pitched voice. If you're gay, fine, you're gay. Congratulations. What's the pretentious voice, right? Christopher, how often do you drop the kids off at rehab? Step one before administering Narcan is to ask what gender they are. Don't ask that in the seminar, Christopher. I got to say, I think Disney's going too far. Let's see what the media does with this. Because the media ran with the Dylan Mulvaney thing. And I think if the media really starts to run with this, if this becomes a thing, mm, 
since media is pretty much controlled by Disney. How far do you think it'll get? Uh, took Jesse and Jamie to Universal in 2021. She almost got us kicked out for wearing her see-through mask and telling the little bitch. I told her she would kick us out if she didn't wear a proper mask. Fuck off. Also, fuck all dudes who want to be chicks, especially right now with these cramps. Those twat waffle wannabes wouldn't want what comes out with this real twat. No shit. I'm all for people boycotting Disneyland. It makes it easier to get tickets. <laughs> Bravo. Well played. And right there, let, let, let me just tell you, as funny as that line is, as well written as that line is, do you know why it's so well written? Do you know why it's so funny? Is because that's true. That right there is one of the, it, and and see when 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 you're hit with a truth bomb like that, it's fucking hysterical. Because there are going to be people that boycott, and then there are going to be people that go, well, fuck that, I'm going to go now. Now I ain't got to wait in line. I ain't got to get run over by a fucking stroller, and it's still Disney. And I think that's why Disney's doing this, because they know. They've got that fucking mammoth cock just hanging out there going, who's going to take a shot at this? Better not be that gal that fucking bit off Rocco Cifaretti's fucking wiener. They reattached it, don't worry. Um, So there you go. So Disneyland's now... um, or Disney is now Dylan Mulvaney'd. I'm surprised they didn't go after it. Maybe Dylan Mulvaney is just too tainted. Since we're planning on going to Legoland one of these years, I hereby hope Lego starts putting them trans toys. <laughs> All right, our last story here. I don't know if he's here. He hasn't checked in yet this morning. But... Uh, I I really need some help with this. Stack arm. Triple Mama 5, the best time to visit a country is right after terrorist attack. Lots of security, no crowds, cheap airfare. I love you people. I love you truth tellers. India's Moon mission sends back its first photos of the lunar landscape as the country looks to become the only fourth nation to land on the moon. Shatadrain 3 began taking photos. Shocking. After entering lunar orbit last Sunday. Well, they are Asian after all. The world's most populous nation is hoping to become only the fourth country to achieve the controlled soft landing after the U.S., Soviet Union, and China. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. Y'all better not plant a fucking 7-Eleven flag next to our damn American flag. You, You know there's at least 200 fucking astronauts on that damn ship. This is the freshest air they've had in years. It entered lunar orbit last Saturday and began snapping images of craters. They're still looking to land. Do you think do you think they'll toast each other? Like like <laughs> My racism knows no bounds. 
You know, when we sent astronauts to the moon, they were drinking Tang. They gotta be a Slurpee machine on that thing. They're, they are fucking, they are pounding down Slurpees on that thing. Big bite hot dogs. I hope they got the video of that fucking old boy in, in Stockton whooping ass on somebody that tried to rip him off. I saw a video of the Indian space station and some alien tried to steal it so they beat his ass like no tomorrow. First thing India will put on the moon is a taxi company. When the Indian rocket leaves Earth, their version of Houston says, thank you, orbit again. I know. I know that's rotten. We're mean. We are mean, mean people. I, I know it. It's still funny. Still funny thinking they got a Slurpee machine. Raj Kutharpali is flying it. Take a moon step with brain freeze and his head explodes. This is one small step for India. One giant leap for Indian kind. Dots not feather. Big bite hot dog sounds good right now. Shit, I'm hungry. You can tell the Indian rocket because it's packed with 50 people inside and like 100 people on the roof. They land on there. They they, they, they put down a little replica of the Taj Mahal. That's what they plant. That in a 7-Eleven. We have already franchised this area. That's mean. Let, let's stop. No? Okay. Houston, this is Chad over. Hello, this is Chad. Uh, my my Earth brother Dirk, who lives in uh, San Jose, uh, he thinks that this is hella cool. That's how he would say it because he is a native Californian, just like just like his father, Terry. I am Dirk, or I am Chad. Hello, Roger. No, there's no Roger up here. Oh, should I do another story here? Should I just go? Oh, we got to do another story here. We got time. You know, let's get this story out of the way. They replied, please hold. I told you this story a couple weeks ago about this girl. I think think she, yeah, she's in New Mexico. Hell with the aliens being real. We'll set up a 7-Eleven for them as well as tech support to contact Earth. Happy Corn Dog Thursday. All right. So this girl named Alexi Trevisio. She's 19. She gave birth in the bathroom of a hospital back in January, saying that she had back pains. Now, I've seen the video. She not once says that she's pregnant in the video. Her mama didn't know, quote, unquote, that she was pregnant in the video. You see the video, it, it, look, watching the video is hard, but since I like to punish myself, I watch this thing. She leaves her room, and she walks to the bathroom. She kind of waddles there, where she's in there for 20 minutes delivering her baby. 
She delivers a baby, and it's not breathing, so she throws it in the trash can. And then, I guess, tucks everything in her sweatpants, which you can see they're bloody, and comes back to the room when the nurses were about to break in. It took a cleaning gal not to only clean up the entire bathroom, but to empty the trash can to feel that the trash was about eight pounds heavier than usual. And that's where they found the girl, or the baby. I don't know if it was a boy or a girl. Now, Alexa claims the baby was a stillborn. They said, no, the baby did breathe. Prosecutors say she killed him by strangling him, hiding, uh, hinging their theory of the fact the baby had air in its lungs when it died. Her lawyer has come out and says the hospital staff killed her baby by giving her morphine while she was unknowingly in labor. I got. I got to tell you, that is the ballsiest attorney I've. That is, we've all seen the video. Look, look. This is this is the only thing that this lawyer can do, is hope to God that they can find a fucking jury that hasn't seen this video. It was on TikTok. It was on Instagram. It's been on Twitter. It's everywhere, and it's a very hard thing to watch. The mother acts, and, and, and look, they showed a picture of this girl because she was a cheerleader, and they arrested her, and they let her out on ankle monitor so she could walk with her graduating class. Now, she was 19 when she graduated. Let me just tell you something. That means she was held back at one point in her life. So she ain't quite the brightest bulb in the, in, in the shed, in the socket, whatever the hell it is. They let her graduate. They let her graduate. And now her lawyer comes out and says the staff killed the baby by, by, by giving her morphine. She was complaining about back pains. She did not say one time that she was in labor. She was trying to hide it because she is a murderer. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is when I poo, pay me. Alicia, good morning. She's morning. Ask family last night was my last night before starting my new position. Bittersweet for sure. Well, congratulations on that. I'm very, very happy for you. Um... Special Kales' wait, they posted the video uh, of them throwing the baby in the trash and put it on TikTok. No, you don't see her put the baby in the trash. You see her walk to the bathroom. I believe they didn't find the placenta, leading them to believe she ripped it apart and flushed it down the toilet. Yeah, they said that she was flushing a bunch in there. Uh, Mom is whacked, making excuses for a daughter at the hospital. Uh, let's see. Um... I saw the ad online. For, I was drunk. I figured, uh, what the hell not. I'm surprised I ever found a use for it. There you go. All right. So I'll keep an eye on this story. Um, it, it is it is horrific to watch. It is so bad to watch. 
Oh, oh, now there's one with her boyfriend in the hospital? Oh, good Lord. I, I don't want to even watch that one. Nope, I ain't watching that. It's going to be too long anyway. All right, the phone number is 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy is coming up next. And, man, do we have a lot to talk about today. Live music continues. <laughs> Oh, folks, are you ready for a little bit of miles and miles of Texas? Catfish, mammy's good gumbo. I got the rambling fever, sent by the ma and pa. Cross that old red river, oh, this is what I saw. I saw miles and miles of Texas, all the stars up in the sky. I saw miles and miles of Texas, gonna live here till I die. To Cowtown, the cradle of the West. I just ask any cowboy, he'll tell you it's the best. I met a Texas beauty, I got friendly with her paw. I looked into her big blue eyes, and this is what I saw. I saw miles and miles of Texas, all the stars up in the sky. I saw miles.
single I ever had, right? Whenever I chance to meet old friends on the street, thank you. They want a cow does a man get to be this way. Always got a smiling face. And anytime and any place. Every time they ask me why, I just smile and say, Cause you've got to kiss an angel good morning And let them know you think about them when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home No people may try to guess of our happiness But some of them never learn It's a simple thing The secret I'm speaking of There is a woman and a man in love And the answer is in the song That I always sing Cause you've got to Kiss an angel good morning about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back home Kiss an angel good morning And let her know you think about her when you're gone Kiss an angel good morning And love her like the devil when you get back Back a few months ago, I was headlining at a great big nightclub. And he put me up a couple of days early. I came in a couple of days early, and they put me up at what they call the Star Suite. Now, here I am, headliner in one of the biggest nightclubs in the country, and I wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning in this Star Suite, all by myself. Yeah, that's what I said, all. But I did what I've always done, man, to cheer myself up. I picked up my guitar, I sat down, I wrote me a little song. Now this is how it feels to be alone at the top of the hill and trying to figure out why. Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble when you're perfect in every way. I can't wait to look in the mirror. Cause I get better looking each day To know me is to love me I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard to be humble But I'm doing the best that I can I used to have a girlfriend but I guess she just couldn't compete With all of these love-starved women Who keep clamoring at my feet Well, I probably could find me another But I guess they're all in awe of me Who cares? I'd never get lonesome 
Cause I treasure my own company Oh, Lord, it's hard to be humble You're perfect in every way Can't wait to look in the mirror Can't wait to look in the mirror Help me out now, come on I get better looking each day To know me is to what? To know me is to love me Must be a hell of a man I must be a hell of a man Oh Lord, it's hard Lord, it's hard to be humble When you're doing what? We're doing the best that we can I guess you could say I'm a loner Boy, outlaw, tough and proud Well, I could have lots of friends if I wanted But then I wouldn't stand out from the crowd Some folks say that I'm egotistical Hell, I don't even know what that means I guess it has something to do with the way That I fill out my skin-tight blue jeans Perfect in every way when you're perfect in every way. Can't wait to look in the mirror. I can't wait to look in the mirror. Cause I get better looking. I get better looking each day. To know me is to what? To know me is to love me. Must be a hell of a man. Must be a hell of a man. Oh Lord, it's hard. Lord, it's hard to be humble. What are we doing? We're doing the best that we one more time, what are we doing? We're doing the best that we can. Give yourself a hand. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm going to violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Ah, welcome back to the big show here on a Thursday, a.k.a. Friday Eve. Hope you are doing good this uh, fine Thursday morning, ass family. Welcome back to the show. We got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy. We have tons and tons and tons of stuff to get to, so no more delaying the point. Let's call this man, shall we? Can't wait to hear from Joe. It's ringing. Hello? Joe Murphy, my man. What is going on, buddy? How are you doing, brother? I am doing excellent. I'm doing great. A little bit after the show, I'll be heading out on vacation. Oh, yeah? Where are we going? Where are we headed? Maui. Oh, are you? You know, you know, yeah. Maui's uh, it's uh, probably pretty cheap right now. They they got a big fire going on there. Places on fire. That's what I heard. I guess the nightlife's booming. No, 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 no. Actually, uh, actually on fire, Joe. Like literal fire. <laughs> Wait a minute. You know, in all seriousness, you know, I hope they, I hope they're all right. You know, it's getting bad over there. But how does Maui burn down? Yeah, you know, I. I... <laughs> Great question. I mean, they, they got a lot I mean, of water. It's just weird to think about. I've been there a couple times, and uh, uh, it's just crazy to think that now, I mean, you know, it's got to be close to the city. I mean, Lahaina, I guess, is just gone. Yeah, that's what I hear. 
That's horrible. Right. Yeah. Uh, and, and I've been I've been to Maui once, and it was fantastic. Um, uh, it, it's awful to see this, but them Hawaiian people they 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 persevere. They'll rebuild that shit. They'll get that back up in no time. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope they do well. You know, I just it's such a small place, and it's just um, you know you just think of this tropical island, and yeah. it's you know. It's like you fart. If you have a dry fart here in Nevada, it starts a fire. But there, you know, it's like uh, it's just crazy to think that place is burning down. But you know, the volcanoes don't even burn it down. Oh shit! I mean, my God. So, um, so everything's going great. How was your week? Uh, my week has been awesome. Now, Joe, uh, as a decorated radio veteran and decorated international sex worker i know that you have judged a a beauty contest or two in your life i have now hold on hold on. you're killing me right now hold on that's just a band in the back okay go ahead yes i have um, judged many many beauty badges now uh i if you want to come clean because the story's breaking uh uh six contestants in the miss universe indonesia uh, a con- contest have come forward saying that they were allegedly subjected to topless body checks. Uh, in- any truth well, that, to that rumor, Joe? Yeah, but that was they were on tour with Lizzo was the problem. Oh, that was oh, they were on. <laughs> wait, wait, you know what? We have Lizzo's newest song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come on. You use the term Lizzo and body shame in the same sentence. And I can't be your friend. I mean, that's just, I, you know, that's just, I mean, what? Well, I really took it hard from Lizzo today. She really made me feel fat. <laughs> so, yeah, so so now the, the this uh, this contest is it is mixed in, in, in controversy because people like you are just feeling around and feeling these poor gals up. They just want to make a difference. Well, I am, that was, you know, I will be judging that when they get down to the live rounds. <laughs> All right, let, <laughs> let's, uh, let's switch focus back up here to sports. Uh, you know, this is our busy time of year, Joe. We've, oh, I love we've, it. Uh, so do I. I. I mean, we got baseball. We're right in the heat of baseball season. Football season is just, it, it's, it, let's see, uh, 23 days away. 23 days away from college football, and we're going to talk a lot of college football today. I believe, let's see, what is today, the 10th? Yeah, it's 23 days. Mark my words. Yeah, Nebraska plays on a Friday night. Oh, look at that. That's 22 days. Holy shit. Beautiful. Um, It's a beautiful thing. But before we get into the college world, let's stay in pro sports. Offensive guru Eric Bieniemy who uh, won yeah. a Super Bowl with the Chiefs, but decided it was time to move on. This is his first year with the Washington Commanders. Um, players are saying that he's a, a little um, intense. Players don't like his intensity. Oh, my goodness. Uh, are, are, do we have some special players out there now, Joe? The coach is super mean. Yeah, I don't, I don't go for that. You know, I'll tell you right now, my uh, – Career in academia at the University of Nebraska. I believe Eric Bieniemy was one of the one of the players when Colorado beat us. Mm-hmm. So I don't like him at all. But you know that just strikes me as uh, I mean, he can't be. I mean, 
Northwestern, I mean, they're, what, is he worse than that guy? I mean, in 10, sorry. He made us run really far, Mom. I mean, what's, what, I don't get it. I mean, well, is I, everybody getting soft? I, oh, I, I, I definitely, especially the professional athlete, I would imagine that he probably wants them out there. I mean, he's the new coach of the Washington, whatever the fuck they are is now. That's going to be their official name this year on the show, is the Washington, whatever the fuck they are. Um, because I refuse to call them commanders. I think that's just... They're trying to get Redskins. There's kind of a push to bring back Redskins, yeah, but yeah. ain't going to happen, yeah. whoever the fuck they are. So they, they're bringing in Ron Rivera, and they're bringing in Eric Bieniemy to try to change the fortune of a once-proud franchise. Yeah, we, we can both admit, look, I hate the Redskins because they're in my division, but that was a great franchise for a long time, right? Unbelievable franchise. Unbelievable. You remember when Joe Theismann got the, the leg break? Mm-hmm. The shape of my penis. Oh, <laughs> wow. Congratulations. Yeah, it's a little curved. Anyway, yeah. but I'll talk about that later with you when we have therapy. Go ahead. Um, but So today's modern athlete in training camp doesn't want to train? I know. I mean, just if you're gonna do it, do it the professional way, like hold out on your contract. So there's like a week left of practice. But yeah. other than that, yeah, show up. I mean, just I remember two a days when we played in high school. Two a days. Oh, they sucked. They really sucked. But but uh, I'll never be that in shape again in my life. It was a great time. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, even though we we would puke several times, but yeah. Well, that's part of getting in shape. I mean. I, I, like it or not, you know, a few years ago, the NFL had a problem with offensive linemen that were dying because they were dropping like 80 pounds in four weeks, and that's mm-hmm. not good. Now we don't have that problem because we're so nice to the athlete. Oh, we have to give them a water break. We have to do this. We have to do this. I can remember this vividly, and I can barely remember what I did on yesterday's show, but I remember I played I, – I did not play high school football because – I like baseball better. That was the truth of the story is I like baseball better and I was better at baseball. So, uh, and I always got stuck on the offensive line and I hated the offensive line. Um, and I remember at a practice one time and I had to play with kids that were two years older than me because I was a big kid, but I was so heavy that they put a green sticker on my helmet and they said, well, you can't run with the ball. So you got to be a lineman. And I'll never forget, I was holding on one play because I'm, I'm like 10 and I'm playing with 12-year-olds. And I'm holding this guy, and the coach comes up to me and smacks me in the side of the helmet. It was the first time I ever saw stars in my life. <laughs> and that was a part of the practice. That was, that, yeah. was, that was part of the game. That was what we live with. Can you imagine a coach doing that today? Yeah, I mean, you know, that, I love Bobby Knight. I love that, Bob. That's the way coaches are. I mean, that's the way. I had this WGBA coach in basketball, and uh, I got a late start. You know, about 11 or so, I started playing sports because uh, I just had a single mother raising me. And then I finally was like, you know, Mom, I got to get this done. I see a star in the making. Yeah. So she started, you know, taking me. So uh, wasn't a star. Played a little bit, a tiny bit of football in high school, but I played baseball like you uh, also. But, you know, your face mask wasn't just regarding your face. It was also for the coach to grab to oh, get God, your attention. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. That, that, was, that was all the time. I mean, and that was every player. He would grab every player by the face mask. That, that's just the way it was. And everybody today goes, oh, my God, that's so terrible. That's so mean. That's so rotten. No, that's what it takes. Yeah. 
That's what it takes. We used to, we, we would bend over and say, stop looking for bugs, stand up, you know, and stuff like that. And I, re I still remember, you know, the three groups, you know, they're the backs and receivers. Then there's the middle guys, the DNs, the linebackers, things like that. Then the fat guys, okay, yeah. three groups. And we would run, we would run a different length every, by Thursday it was 220s, 220 yard runs. So, you know, just, and who knows how many they're going to run and who's going to go until he feels like it. You know, and I remember, I'm in the second group, and I still remember him, 34, 35. I kind of let up. I got it. I got this. I coasted. Murphy's coasting. We're going to run it again. I was popular that day. <laughs> yeah, because I coasted in. I made time. But sorry, buddy. You weren't going balls to the wall to the end. So yeah. well, even though you made time, we're running it again. And that's, you know, that's just the way it is. I just, it's such sissy crap today. I get really upset. I, it, it, it's not the same. None of them are the same games. We'll talk a little baseball here in a minute. Uh, but none of the games are the same anymore. They're so safe and they're so predictable. And it's just, hey, hey. Even the, even the guys in Major League, I saw it. I remember watching the college softball, the girls. And then I saw and broke. Do you see that big, giant padded hand they wear when they run the bases now? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like a paddle. It's passed. So then you know, they're break a nail when they still suck it. Uh, Davis Flyboy says, Coach told me the reason he had a face guard is to prevent the coach from unloading on you when you fuck up. Amen to that. I mean, my coaches spit on us. I mean, we, we, we were, we were like, abused, but that was football. That was, that yeah, was playing that was, sports. Yeah, we had, you know, yeah, because we, we, at Wooster, we won the state championship in 81. We, we didn't have, we had played, but we had three plays. A belly give one, a belly give two, and then some tight end thing, and we just, we, we rolled. We were like, that's back when the North would, would beat Gorman, and we won the state championship in 81. And, uh, you know, it was just because you just knock people down. Mm -hmm. That's, and if you can't do that, you go just going to see if you can. You know, and you're going to run until you throw up. Now, <laughs> so when the fourth quarter rolls around, we can handle physical, physical mistakes, young men, but we cannot deal with mental mistakes. I won't <laughs> deal with them. <laughs> fourth quarter, i got to have you sharp. Yeah, Mate says, I always use Delta, his son, when I'm teaching the kids tackling drills because if I hurt him, I have to pay for it, LOL. Yeah, amen to that. Um. So now uh, we've got a couple announcers who are in, in, in a little bit of trouble here. First one is Colin Cowherd. I don't know if you yeah. like Colin Cowherd. I don't care for him. I, I, I just I look at Colin Cowherd as a, a nerd who never really did anything in sports, kind of like Peter Gammons. He, and he's perfect. He's really, really helped out by his partner. What was that, Wilbon? No, no, that was Tony Kornheiser. This is Colin Cowherd. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Colin Coward. Yeah, yeah, I don't like that. Right, is he, yeah, he's, uh, uh, Colin, he does, he does it with Shannon Sharp, maybe? No, that's Skip Bayless. That's the other white guy. Yeah, but I know who Colin Coward is. He, he uh, what did he say? Because I did, I did look at that. You know, he's, well, he's one of these over-the-top guys, right? Yeah, yeah, I know who he is. Does he do any show with another guy? No, he does a show by himself, and he's got a female co-host. Okay, female, it's called, like, over-the-top or something? Or, I, I'm not or, sure what his show oh, is anyway, called. Yeah, what, but what did he say? He said, uh, what did he say? Because I looked at it. Well, uh, uh, he, he released a list of the Colin, uh, Collins quarterbacks that can't win the Super Bowl drafted since 2013. Blake Bortles. And Teddy, one of them is dead. Well, why, why don't you let me get to the story, Joe, before you ruin no, the punchline? I apologize. I got Jesus excited. Christ, Joe, come on. 
I can handle physical mistakes, but the mental ones, I got to keep you sharp, Joe. I'm sorry, Coach. I'll run. I'll see you. I'm going to do a lap. All right. So let, let me just say, he mentioned a quarterback that was dead that can't win the Super Bowl. Well, I mean, it's it, it's he's not wrong. Right? He is not wrong. There's no shot. That's a great safe bet that that guy will not win a Super Bowl unless it's Warren Beatty and heaven can wait. Yeah, it, Dwayne Haskins is no Warren Beatty. Um, but, yeah, he, he mentioned that. Uh, Did they have a graphic behind him or something like that that oh, really, yeah, like, he, made it look stupid or something? He, he put up a big list. He put Johnny Manziel on there, Kenny Pickett, and, of course, Dwayne Haskins, who was killed in a car accident last spring. Whoops-a-daisy. Whoops-a-cuckle. Wow. Yeah, whoops-a-daisy. Yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, it's a, it's a blunder. You know, one time when I worked at I worked at uh, Channel 3 in Omaha, the CBS affiliate, and I, I would do, you know, technical directing. I was behind the camera, uh, and, you know, just do that thing where they, you know, they scroll the script up through the thing, mm-hmm. you know, and so, so when they're looking that's at the good. camera, it's coming through the teleprompter so yes. they can read it. But the anchors always have their, their, the script in front of them in case something breaks until it falls down. Well, you know, I look away at the hottie batati camera girl and stuff starts bunching up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that was a blunder. Uh, but uh, those were good times. And, and, and now I can't remember when I was going to tell you about that. But I do remember screwing that up. Uh, well, I worked at that. It was the 60th, the the, uh, the 60th market in the country, and man, the host got pissed when oh, we I screwed up. Oh, the, the I can imagine. Oh, I can imagine the anchor people. Well, yeah, because that's their livelihood. Because that could be their one big break. Come on, you know they're gonna fucking get mad at you. Oh, and now I remember what I was gonna say while we were talking. This is 1990, maybe 1990, 91. And while we were doing an, an HIV or an AIDS story, oh, there was video running of a kindergarten class. And this grandpa calls, he was like, what the hell are you doing doing talking about AIDS with my granddaughter on the TV? You know, it was totally unintentional, but that's what happens when you screw up like that in broadcasting, you know, like the guy's running the wrong video and, 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 and but the, the, the anchor's talking about AIDS and uh, back in the 90, 91, and uh, boy, this guy was hot that, uh, you know, we're showing all these little kids and it was just the guy in the control booth was running the wrong the wrong thing the wrong tape got played um it, it's funny that you bring up broadcasting because um kevin brown of the not the former pitcher uh but the uh, broadcaster for the baltimore orioles is in a tad bit of hot water with his own team i'm gonna play you the clip i okay uh, this will be my report i'm seriously i gotta find something because i don't know okay i'm gonna play the clip for the Orioles. Brandon Hyde has felt like this has been maybe the toughest ballpark to play in, but the Orioles have a chance to do something special today. They've already clinched at least a split in the series, winning two of the first three, and they could pick up a series win behind Tyler Wells today. It's been a minute. The Orioles split a two-gamer with the Rays in June. They had lost their last 15 series here at Tropicana Field. You have to go back to when our now colleague Brad Brock picked up the win in the series finale June 25th, 2017. The last time the Orioles won a series here at St. Pete. Already got three and two of the chop this year after winning three of 18. The previous three years 
combined. It is a stark difference, Ben, and it is not a bad race team. It's not like all of a sudden the no. race uh, became slouches in the American League East. What did he say that was so wrong there? You know, after like three times I listened to it, I was like, maybe when he said, it's been a minute, is that too urban for everybody or something? I mean, I was like, yeah, what did he say? I don't know. I mean, I have no, the Orioles did suck. They did suck. Every team has sucked at one time. I mean, go from bad to good. What's what's wrong with that? I, I, I had a problem with that, yeah. Um, according to the report from Awful Announcing, Orioles play-by-play announcer was suspended indefinitely for comments made before the game saying he was too tough on his own Orioles. What? You know. What? It, wait, 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 wait. What? See, that's Bye. why we loved Harry Carey. Harry Carey yeah. was a gigantic homer for the Chicago Cubs. But if the Cubs weren't playing well, Harry didn't sugarcoat it. Harry no, would call he, them uh, out. He let you know. He let you know. Just like Barkley, you know, it's like and they, those guys can get away with it. Why? Because they did it their whole career, and so that they can get away because it's the truth. And it's the truth. How can we dispute them? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, the record does. Do they not want to mention? And by the way, he's trying to blow up about how good the Orioles actually are this year. They've turned things around. They're in first place. My God, they're about to take a series. At Tropicana, something they haven't done in three years. That's painting the picture. I don't know what this guy did wrong. It's not like he's wait, or, uh, Glenn Kuyper. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum and Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. Can't believe you mentioned Arthur Bryant's Barbecue. That's so fucking terrible. My God. A horrible place? No, I mean, I mean it, it, it's allegedly really good, but, you know, Glenn Kuyper is no longer the A's announcer. <laughs> Dwayne Kuyper, yeah. The other guy yeah. from Reno. Uh, there was a guy that broadcast in the picture. Uh, he was from, he's from Reno. His kid went to UNR also. I can't remember his name now. But uh, you know, it's it's you know when, whenever the national TV like Fox or whatever does the broad ESPN, the guys are neutral. You know, but if you notice when you can get his streamings, you can pick which team you want oh, yeah. their broadcast. And I, and I like that. I like picking the, And I expect when I listen to the Dome Cities, do you think the Nebraska Cornhusker, uh, the, the famous guy before that was Lyle Bremser when he said, you know, man, woman, and child, and he would say, like, you know, Lord, take me now because I've seen it all and, and stuff like that. He, of course he was doing for Nebraska. <laughs> so you don't have to listen to it. Listen to, you know, Kansas State's broadcast if you want or whatever. But uh, I love listening to a guy who's rooting for his team you, of course, must have a bet on the other team. Um, the Texas announcer, who they I never, ever get to see unless I'm unless the game's on the Longhorn Network. I can't think of his name right now. Um, he's the, he's my all, one of my all-time favorite announcers. And, and because of his work ethic, this is a true story about him. The year after, I think it was the year after the Longhorns won the national title in 2005, his wife got cancer and died. And he called the Longhorns game the next day. I mean, I mean, you know, that was I was like, whoa, holy shit! Go ahead. I, I I was blown away by that. I was like, man, oh man! And now this guy does high school sports here in Texas. He's on like the high school Friday night show, giving scores from all around the state. And then he calls the Longhorn games on Saturday. He's amazing. I love that kind of shit. But he calls the Longhorns out when they're sucking. 
Yeah, and you know, like I said, you know, a lot of people they think, oh, how could he? Do? You know what? I will bet you his wife would have wanted him back oh, in yeah, the seat. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So that's what he did to honor her. That people that that to me doesn't bother me at all when people bounce right back. Yeah, I, uh, hold on a second. Let me look up this. The uh, University of Texas football announcer, um, Craig Craig Way. That's his name. Craig Way is his name. Craig Way is awesome. I love Craig Way. My favorite Texas alum is Jenna Bush Hager, though. <laughs> Uh, speaking, that of, girl. Uh, speaking of college football, have you seen the story about TCU's brand new offensive lineman, Brion Ramsey Brooks? Yeah, he's the, we can't be the refrigerator. What are we going to call him? The city block or yeah. something? He's from South Oak High School in Dallas. He's nicknamed Big Bubba. He stands six foot five and weighs 455. Now, let me ask you this. Do Jesus. you think, I know, because if I had to answer the truth, I'd probably say no. Do you think you could beat him in a 40-yard dash? No. 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 No, I'm, yeah. I, I'm betting that, I mean, he went, he, look, he, he went to a D1 school, a good D1 school. He's got to have a little bit of game. They ain't going to just hand a scholarship to a 450-fucking-pound guy. I mean, he he is, he's the appliance department. That's what he is. He's not the fridge. He's the fucking department. He's the whole athletic department. I mean, the training table, they run like there's bees in the place, you know, when he comes in there. Get out of here. That There's nothing safe next to that salad bar. That thing will be gone. Uh, you know, that's uh, that can't be healthy. But, I mean, you know, I, I, we'll see what he, if he tones down. A little bit. I'll I'll look into that when I'm when I do my civil rights uh, tour that I'm going on later. Okay, good. I just want to see him against the Longhorns. I want to see us push our way around this fat bastard. And, and he's a horned frog. So yes. this is your last year in the Big Twelve, which that's you know the, the whole realignment thing is that it's crazy. Oh, but yeah, but we're, so we're you guys get will to get that. to play them, the horned frogs, one more time. Is yes. a horned frog a real frog or is it like a yes? It's a horned okay. frog that can spit poison out of its eyes. Okay. Can't kill no you, poison. Just make no sushi poison. for me. And yeah. uh, what is that? Uh, let's see. That's Texas Christian. That would be in what? Fort Worth? Yes, indeed. Very, very, very good. Right next to the Eamon Carter uh, fucking uh, planetarium or something. Uh, Excellent. I pride myself on my cities, my college cities. Uh, very good. All right. Now, speaking of college, Joe. I warned you about this on Monday. We need to break down college football because this all this realignment is just dumb. Oregon is now in the Big Ten, or next year will be in the Big Ten. Why is Oregon going to the Big Ten to start a rivalry with Rutgers? Well, I mean, listen, look, at geography is no longer. I think they're going to see some renaming of conferences because geography doesn't count. USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington are all going to the Big Ten so that the Big Ten can now say, hey, I don't want to hear it at SEC about who's the best or whatever. Uh, we got a pretty stacked freaking conference over here, and the TV deals will be huge. And then you got Arizona. I believe they're leaving to the Big 12, 
And now the ACC, where literally the campuses of Stanford and Cal, you can literally see the Pacific Ocean or a bay, you know, the Pacific Ocean. And they might join the, they're probably looking to join the Atlantic Coast Conference. (laughs) All right. So, So this is what we need to do right here now, Joe. How many conferences do you, do you want four conferences we're, we're going to get four conferences here, and I, I don't know how many teams we're going to put in each one. Maybe 12 teams in each conference? Well, let's start this way. They're not moving this year, so when they talk about the Power Five, you've got the SEC, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Pac-12, and what am I missing? If I, is it the Big East? I can't, or is it the... Yeah, the Big East, probably. It's got to be the Power Five, right. You know, you know that's... Uh, more basketball than anything when they're, but they're, uh, so, you know, and the next year after that, it, we'll see with the chips ball, but I think, you know, the Pac-12, I think they have, they don't even have a TV deal. They have some Apple thing going and uh, they're, but they're looking to sign, you know what? I'm thinking like somebody like UNR getting Nevada, University of Nevada, like a UNLV too, maybe jump in and become part of the VAC. Whatever it is that when it becomes, all right. I mean, they're all going to move around. They're going to move around and move up, and and who knows what's going to happen. But I mean, apparently, it's it's okay. All right. So this is what you and I are going to do right here and right now. We're going to break this down. We're going to go. We're we're going to go four conferences. We're going to go west, central, Midwest, East Coast. Okay, uh, so I got West, Central, Midwest, mid, we'll call it Mid, and then we've got East. So we got four oh, conferences. Okay, four conferences. Now, when you do this, are you are you taking the geography of the thing into? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We're, this is all going to be based on geography, and we're going to start in the West. Okay. We're going to divide the West. Um. We're going to draw a straight line down from Montana down to New Mexico. Okay, okay. that's okay. That's the west. And the, do we have any divisions in it? No, Two no, divisions, no. north, we're south? Gonna, or? We're going we're gonna to put 12 teams in there. We can go north, south. That we, we can well, do that. We can have a championship game. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, well, we'll figure this out. Okay, so the first team we got to put in, we're up there. Washington, right? Yep. How about Oregon next? Got to have them. Um, let's go down to SC. Got to have them. Got to have UCLA. Stanford and Cal, where do you go there? Okay, we can go Stanford, Cal. Okay, so um, now we've got Utah. Colorado. Yeah. Um, Don't forget Arizona. I was standing oh, on the corner once there in Arizona. Good call. Arizona. Arizona State. Okay. We got, yeah, we got Colorado. We got I don't know if we're missing anybody. Um, uh, are we missing anybody? California, is there anybody left? I don't think so. Sorry, San Diego State. Sorry, San Jose State. Sorry, well, well, we, we've got we've got two two to pick from here. Do we pick a Nevada? Do we pick a, a Montana? Do we pick a Wyoming? A, a New Mexico? 
of all of them, I think Wyoming has the best. Obviously, I think has the most. They they get the my nod and turn most earned. Wyo- okay, you know? so we got Wyoming. Yeah. Okay, one so, more. But, we got, I mean, how many we got now? We got one, two, three, I, I got five, 11. Six, seven, eight, nine. We got ten, so we got to add two more? Uh, you just added Wyoming. I've got 11 now. Okay, we're putting Wyoming on the map. Do we go with New Mexico or Idaho? Idaho, you cannot. They're like the worst program in the country. Okay, so, so no Idaho. I would go with either Nevada or New Mexico, and I'd almost give Nevada the nod. I'd love to see them, but they would. They, they were favorite. USC's favored by thirty-eight. They play USC their first game. Nevada does, mm. so we'll get a little taste of their. Uh, I, I, you know what? I'll be a homer and I'll go Nevada. Uh, uh, I'll say Nevada. So there's okay. Our, there's our Pac-12, our West 12. That's the West. Now let's move to the central part of the the the, the, the map, where we go from Texas. Um, I'll say over to right at, at the Alabama Georgia line. Whoa, okay, all right. So you got to have Texas. We're gonna go. Texas might take a little bit. That's well. Wait, wait, wait. Let's start, let, let's go up top. Uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, nobody. First nobody. thing we got to put in is Nebraska. Well, with the big red. Um, Kansas, you got to put in there. I'm not giving the nod to Kansas State. Kansas State, I think she's got a better program than Kansas myself. Yeah, but, but you know, whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Um, Oklahoma, you have to have in there. And OSU. Well, we got to put we got to put OSU on the back burner for a second. Whoa. We're going to put Texas in there. Dare I go Texas A&M or Texas Tech? You have Tech? to. Come on. Do, do I go A&M or Tech? You got to go both, I think. Tech and A&M. And I'd actually put uh, TCU in there. Whoa. All right. They Tech. just it before. I mean, I don't know. But hey, we're leaving out Minnesota, Iowa, Missouri, Arkansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, oh, Alabama. Okay. okay, Iowa's in. Louisiana State's in, obviously. Okay, so LSU. Iowa and LSU got to be in there. And then uh, you, you uh, so I'm not looking at the map, but. Uh, Alabama has to be in there. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you went up to Alabama. So okay, yeah. yeah. No, no, well, Alabama I, and Auburn. No shit, we gotta put Auburn in there. Yeah. Bo uh, Jackson, come over to your house. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, we got nine. Uh, we can move because where the University of Kentucky is, we can put them on the East Coast team or the mid the mid team. The Cyclones of Iowa State. Ah, hold on a second here. I like this. Iowa State. Okay, okay, I like that. Oklahoma State, OSU, because what, I heard, Gophers? Uh, and yeah, you know what? We'll put Minnesota in there too to kick the shit out of them. Now yeah. we'll get to the central, the mid, if you will, where we start with Wisconsin, Michigan. Where I saw in Wisconsin, a woman was arrested for a, a sexual act with her dog. Okay, Doesn't surprise me. Ohio State. Wisconsin, Ohio State. No, remember, if you're ever there, you have to say the Ohio State. I'm Shut sorry. up. Ohio uh, State. The. Okay, so then we go Kentucky. Yeah. Tennessee. Oh, oh sorry. 
Tennessee. Um, oof, boy, oh boy. Now, now, uh, Michigan State. You got to go Michigan too, right? You're oh, right. I, I already got. I've already got Michigan in there. Um, let's see, Iowa. Got to have Iowa in no, there. Yeah, Iowa in the Central. No, I, 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 Iowa State is in the Central. We're moving Iowa to the mid. Okay. Where we're also putting Missouri. Uh, state of Missouri. Arkansas. Now, let's see. We've got, I've got room for three more teams. Okay. Um, you know Vanderbilt, what? you've got. No, no, no. You know what? We have not put Ole Miss in a, 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 a conference yet. I don't both of them get to go, Miss and Mississippi State. Okay, Miss and Mississippi State. Hold on, let me see. Uh, Mississippi State, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. One more, Indiana. You got to have Indiana in there. Oh, my God, where's Notre Dame? Are they still going to be on their own? Yeah, fuck, Indi- fuck Notre Dame. Hey. Uh, all right, now we get on the East. Now, we can put Notre Dame in the East because they're a bunch of dickbags. And remember these Indiana schools. You've got the Northwesterns, the Purdue's. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and, and they can end up in the East. So, here we go. Let's start up here. Uh, anybody in Massachusetts? No. Syracuse. Uh, okay, okay. I like that lead there, Syracuse. Up top there. Um, Penn State. Boston College. Okay, Boston College. Pittsburgh, University of Pitt. Yeah, you got to put them in there. Pittsburgh. West Virginia. Virginia. North Carolina. West Virginia. Uh, Virginia. NC State and North Carolina, I think. NC, uh, North Carolina. Okay, hold on. Uh, NC State. Uh, then we got to have South Carolina. Yeah. South oh, got to have old Steve Furrier. Uh, you got to have Clemson. Yeah, I got to have Clemson in oh, there. Oh, Jesus. We're running out of schools. Georgia. 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 Oh, sorry. Florida. Florida State. Well, we're, we're running. Wait, wait. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Florida what? is our 12th team. Who do you we got? Where are we going to put the Kings and the Seminoles? Yeah, we, we got to get rid of somebody then. Um, I would. Okay, let's get rid of. Uh, Boston College. Or we can have some homework and have five conferences next week. No, no, we can't have five conferences because this works out perfectly. Okay, so FSU is in there. Who else do we get rid of? Because we don't have Notre Dame or Miami playing for a national title ever. We got we to put Miami in the East. Uh, sorry, Vandy, but I think you're out. Kid. I think Nevada's out. I think we got to take Nevada out and put, move, maybe move uh, – uh, the farthest west team over there, like Kansas or something, or oh, we got Colorado. Oh, we got Colorado already. Yeah, yeah. Nevada's got to go. Nevada. I hate to say it, but they have to be the first team. To, to, if you're talking yeah. about the the weaker of the thing, because you know every school in there is gonna is gonna probably beat Nevada. Well, I mean, let, let me let me let me throw a wrench in this. What if we added two more teams to each conference? Okay, so we add them to the east. Stay in the east. We got Uh, FSU, Miami, and Florida. We have Miami um, and, uh, shoot, uh, who am I missing? Uh, We put Duke in. 
No, do we put Duke in or Maryland? Got to go with the Terps. Maryland, okay. Okay, so they, they, there we go. We've got our East Coast set. West Coast, now we've got two more teams to add to the West. Well, Colorado State, maybe. Uh, we've got New Mexico. They're horrible. Uh, oh, let's see. We've got both of the Idahos, which, which are horrible. Let's go New Mexico and Idaho. What about Colorado State? Okay. I Okay. Yeah, we're going to get rid of the Rams. Uh, Central, we're going to add two more teams to the Central, which I think is the greatest conference in the world. Uh, I know you do. You should, too. Nebraska's in it. You guys have no shot at ever winning this conference. <laughs> you rotten son of a – okay. Now we can finally put back in Kansas State. Okay. And um, – we got, let's see, we got, we got Iowa State and Iowa, we got in there, we got Minnesota, I don't think they have another, another team up there, you move down, we got Michigan State, and then you got, in Indiana, you got Northwestern, Purdue, we got to put Northwestern or Purdue in there, for sure, Purdue probably, for sure. Well, wait a second, we're in the Central right now, I, I just added TCU, which I didn't already have, so now we've got the Central. Mid, who did you want to add? Northwestern? Well, I got them and Purdue. Purdue, well, they always come out with some quarterbacks. Hey, hey, you got to pick one because Notre Dame's going to Purdue. the Notre Dame and then Purdue. Okay, Notre Dame has to join. Well, yeah, they have no shot otherwise. Otherwise, they can't win a national title. So here we go. Each conference has 14 teams. So they play three regular season games. They can go anywhere. And then they have a seven-game conference schedule. Whoever wins the conference, they play a championship game. And then whoever the champions are of each conference is the final four. We have fixed college football. I think you have an 11-game schedule. Three, three non-conference, eight conference. That would be 11. Championship game, 12. Playoff, 13. National championship. Max, 14 games. What do you think? I like it. Uh, we, we just fixed college football. It's all it takes, you know. I mean, we can we can we can heal the world. We're like we band aid or something. I mean, it's uh, crazy, but we just get it done, Arnie. You know. Um, uh, Ogre just says, "Where's Tennessee? Tennessee is in the mid." I have to say that the Power Conference is the central. I mean, they, yeah. look at this, and and think about every sport here. Nebraska, you got women's bowling lockdown. Kansas basketball, Oklahoma, uh, steer raping. Texas, football and baseball. Texas A&M, cousin fucking. Texas Tech, wishing they could be Longhorns. LSU, crazy Cajuns playing football. Iowa State, I have no idea. OSU, a bunch of other sister fuckers. Minnesota, hey. Auburn and Alabama, Kansas State, TCU. Name somebody that can beat that conference. Nobody can. I don't know, kid. Yeah. See, now that's all done by, you know, like I said, if it was done geographically, you know, that's great. It's just like, but these, you know, it, it, it doesn't matter anymore. That's what I mean. USC, USC, there are going to be four teams that are virtually on the West Coast that, that you know, on the ocean, the Pacific Ocean, that are joining other uh, conferences, you know, down the thing, because it, it's just, I mean, the money, you know. And Nebraska was ahead of the scene a couple, few, well, few, back, few years, more than a few years back when they joined the Big Ten. And like I told you last week, I think, you know, once they joined the Big Ten, I saw them on TV more than I ever did without, like, having to pay for it. Oh, I, look, I get it. Uh, Ogress, where's Arkansas? Arkansas is in the mid with Tennessee. Um, 
Look, I, I honestly, if you look at what we drew up here, and it, it, it took two idiots that used to be in radio to do this, this makes sense because look how many rivalries we've 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 kept in intact. I mean, oh, Texas OU, um, Alabama, Auburn, Oklahoma, USC, Ohio uh, State, Michigan. Yeah, I mean it. it it's all there. We we we've got it. We have fixed it. We have fixed the game. Call and, the commission. And I'm not talking about that bald guy on TV. And, hey, sorry to the service academies. God bless you, but you're not good at football anymore. You're just Army, not. Navy, you know what? I'm still going to tune in, baby. Oh, absolutely. It, look, look, there's still going to be hundreds of football teams playing, and we can we can call this the big boy league, and then the next group is junior high league. And you put the, the service academies in there. You put the smaller schools who didn't make the cut in there. Right. You know what we're doing, though? That's the small schools. We're actually, like, you know, you said, we're, the rich are getting richer and the poor get poor. I mean, because, you know, these other guys that are getting kind of phased out, they're just like, hey, why are you leaving us behind? You know, because they share that TV money. When the other schools do good, the big schools, like in Alabama, the SEC, every school in the SEC gets a check. Oh, yeah. Know, oh, Alabama's, but they all get everybody in the conference benefits from the success of the big ones. So it's well, still then, good. But that's uh, what they do. with bowl, gonna... They do that with bowl game payouts, too. The, the, the entire conference gets paid whenever a team goes to a bowl game. By the way, we had right. to move, sadly, New Mexico out of the West because right. we, you know what? We have to put BYU in there. I, I don't want a bunch of bicycle BYU. riders. Yeah, BYU. I mean, I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get to take a closer look. Yeah, we, we, you got to put Utah State. I mean, we forgot about them. They no. would probably come in right where maybe where Wyoming. They're about the same level as Wyoming. I I, um, I would take Wyoming a lot sooner than I would Utah yeah. State. But that that's yeah. just me. Our first stop on my civil rights tour in the South, our very first stop is that dock in Alabama. Yeah, uh, I mean, that was, that, was a, that was a pretty good fight. That That's up for my fight of the year. Then we're off to Selma. So, yeah, yeah it's going to be nice. Now, now, Joe, before I let you go, and, and thank you for helping me fix college football, um, because it, it was also you that helped me fix baseball, too. If they just call the strike zone, you can get rid of the clocks. You can get rid of all that stuff. Um Joe, I, I want to say congratulations onto your new endeavor after the Barbie movie came out. The 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 term that you've been using in 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 you know sequestered company. You like to talk about Brotox, you know, because guys want to look good, and you as a, a an international sex worker have gone yep. through the Botox phase, and now it's called Brotox because men are getting injected with it. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, and I'm going to tell you right now, listen, listen, Skippy, if you're looking down there and the tummy's hanging over, I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to Skippy, uh, uh, Arnie, and you haven't seen that motherfucker for years, it's buried back in there, don't go Botox in that thing or Botox in that thing, you were going to have, you're not, it's not going to, it's not going to work out, okay, you need to get on a treadmill and make it happen, kid, Okay. Burn more calories than you take in. But, yeah, you know, it was like the metrosexual, remember? Oh, they're not gay, but they just really take a lot of time prepping for, you know, oh, going wait. out. I, I am betting that there is a guy that you and I know who lives in the greater Reno area 
who has probably started taking Brotox. Oh, no. Now, is it, I thought it was an injection. It, it is. It, it is into your forehead. It tightens the wrinkles on your face and things like that. Um, right. And when there's nothing in your head, there's a lot more space. To it. Yeah. Um, uh, this person I know gets his nose and ears waxed uh, and eyebrows. Um, and he used to dye his hair jet black to cover a big bald spot, but now it is white as driven snow. Do you have any clue on who the person I'm talking about is? And this person was in Reno. Yes. I, I, I think I know who you're talking about, but I've never seen the bald spot. That is, it, you say it's a bald spot or the, the hair? I, is it a CP? Oh, yeah, it, it's definitely CP. It's definitely Mr. 100%. Yes, 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 Mr. Chris Payne, who yeah. is, is a lot of work here in the arena. Boy, you can't get an app of Chris Payne. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather uh, go to a root canal, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, uh, I am betting that he has gone down the Brotox bro highway. And, and he's now currently uh, doing, uh, I believe, an afternoon shift at one of the local stations. Well, he is also the program director of that station as well. Oh, my God. I mean, come on. We, the Jeffcones are done. Okay, that's a done deal. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick on the NFL front, there are going to be a lot of games this weekend, preseason. You and I don't really go over the preseason because they don't matter. Uh, I, I love watching to hear the guys out of their schools try to make a job, get a job. But yeah, go ahead. Um, look, I, I'm asking this question, but I already know the answer. Um, should I be concerned that Dak Prescott has thrown 11 interceptions during um, training camp? Should I be worried about that? Um, no, you shouldn't be worried about that, but this would be after you have Henry Ruggs run him over, okay? That, that's that's you, know, you don't have to worry about that yeah. anymore. Make the problem go away. You know what I mean? I, I, I hear 11 interceptions in training camp I mean, already. I mean, Dear yeah, God. I just don't like that kid. I mean, he just, he just, he, he's almost like Nebraska when I was there. They don't, you know, like, they get there, but they just couldn't get over the hump. Just can't get over the hump at the uh, end, you I, know? I know they're in training and they're practicing, but but this goes back to what you and I were talking about earlier about grabbing guys by the face mask. What are the coaches saying to him? Like, hey, they're there, Dak. Uh, uh, get them next time, Dak. Or- <laughs> yeah, no. They're saying, if we let, they're talking to each other, saying, if we let this kid go, he's going to play the race car. It's going to be all about his hair. Okay, yeah. so we have we have no problem. So yeah, a uh, uh, couple of quick things I wanted to add. Yes. Okay. Do not run for president in Ecuador. I don't. No. No, I saw that this morning. My God. Yeah, he's no more. It's a tragic accident. I'm sure. Oh no no no, run, no. Uh, you know, have you, have that's you... the that's the Vladimir Putin school of campaigning. Wait, have you not seen the video? Yeah, I saw that. It was yeah. unbelievable. Yeah, he's he's walking to the car. This guy who's running for president of Ecuador from the right right side of the 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 political party, and as soon as he gets in the door, you hear pow 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 pow. Guess the dude's dead. Yeah, he's uh, he needs a beast like they have here. The president's that thing. Uh, yeah. Also, uh, when I laughed at the ABC overnight news, it's it's like when you hit the network. 
level as a, as a broadcaster. That's like big time. But you people move on. They're always changing there. They're getting jobs with the better jobs. Than Last night, the lady says they were talking about you used to they uh, said they have 10,000 steps a day with, you know, uh, you, you know, people monitor their steps. Right. Yes. Yes. I know. I, you only, they said you only need 4,000. Now, now 4,000. The girl looks at the guy. She goes, wow, how many steps is 4,000? <laughs> oh, wait, and I, went, I, I believe it's 4,000. It hasn't changed. The guy saves her by coming in and going up, I don't know, about maybe a mile or two or something like that. You know, it's oh. like the, she goes, how many steps to 4,000? I don't know. We're going to have to do some math on that. Um, Joe, also, Joe, Joe, before you, get, before you go any further, hold on. you got to hear this reporter. We tried to reach out to the man who died in this pursuit. Uh, they were unavailable for comment. Micah, back to you. News reporters are morons. Yeah, that guy did not. He was unavailable for comment because he wasn't breathing. <laughs> he's dead, dummy. Yeah, he's, what else you got? Oh man. Uh, um, let me. Oh, also, when you talk about fentanyl, I want to. They actually have a test out there now that people can buy that when you get home with your stash, you can test it for fentanyl because. You know, that, that they're just mad, you know, that and the term stepping on their drugs, you know, make spread them out, make oh, them, yeah, yeah. you know, more. Yeah, they're using that because it's so easy. They have this test, I guess you can get. So that's really great when you go to the store. Yes, I'd like to test to check the, all the opiates and methamphetamine I'm doing to make sure I don't get killed. <laughs> Isn't that great? Isn't that awesome? Yeah. That is so fantastic. Oh, don't mind me. I've just bought lots of illegal narcotics. And I just want and to make sure. And while you're at it, throw in the morning after, Phil. Thank yeah, you. I just want to make sure these illegal narcotics that I've purchased are safe. <laughs> They're safe to you. Thank you. <laughs> That's why people get conscious about what's weak. Get woke, America. Come on. Also, real quick, um, it is now against the law. You cannot use the term homosexuality in Iraq. Oh, okay. Well, shit, there goes my fucking plans for next summer. Yeah. <laughs> Hope those pen pal letters of mine don't get confiscated. God damn it. I was looking forward to going to fucking Iraq and, 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 and seeing the sights and seeing the, the mortar shells and... Yeah. yeah, the club is jumping. Yeah, it's because the Taliban is shooting at our feet, okay? <laughs> All right, Joe. Joe, you are a godsend, my friend. I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, buddy. All right, buddy. Thank you so much. See you Bye. Lake, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
are good. I, I'm not a fan of pork rinds. This is what I believe the song actually says when he's in, in that part. I will butt fuck this bitch on the table right hey, now. Please somebody call Donald Trump. I think I think that was the gist of it. That 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 but, uh, but I'm not sure. Maybe you have to call Eddie Trunk or somebody like that who knows a lot more about, you know, rock history, like the doors and things like that. Um, just got an email in. By the way, all emails sponsored by JS Floors, best flooring store in the West. The rest, oh, good Lord. The, 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 I, I don't even want to get into it. They, they, they wear masks, um, and, and, and then they put masks on their wieners, and then they film it. It's very, very strange. Um, but we do have a, some emails that have come in. They're all under one subject, so, and I've got a couple texts, so. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Now, this one's from Steve. This is a sentiment that, that's come in a bunch. It says, Arnie, I missed the new song. When are you doing it again? Well, I, I mean, since you missed it and you asked, uh, you don't have to miss it again. Here you go. Voice is more warmed up now. Ask Arnie. He, he, 
you feel warm and fuzzy getting ready for the holiday season knowing that that is in my back pocket at all times i feel very very good and it says okay ask family i have a new design idea for arnie gonna finish it today or tomorrow it's a surprise so don't tell arnie okay so nobody tell me nobody tell me about new design all right ask family we are going to continue the show because we have a story from ron zambrano the lawyer who practices and specializes in employment law, who is representing backup dancers Ariana Davis, Crystal Williams, and Noel Rodriguez, all who formerly worked for the singer Lizzo. Six more people have come forward claiming that Lizzo is a sexual deviant and did the same to them. When asked for comment, Lizzo can be quoted. Denying it again. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, she, she had the audacity to say in there she doesn't even like bananas. That's insanity. Zimbrano has told NBC News the allegations were made by six more people who claimed to have toured with Lizzo. Lizzo has strenuously denied the claims. The only thing that she's ever done strenuously is try to fit in those outfits. Uh, let's see. Uh, if he gets paid by the pound, he's going to be richer than Randolph Hearst. Look at this, Arnie with the inside scoop on Lizzo quotes. Yeah. Lizzo, what else do you have to say about that? Mm. 
What? We've seen those women on stage. No. They, 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 they toured with you. We saw them on stage with you. How can you deny that you even know those women? My God. All those fat people know the language, so we're, we're all good there. Maybe they should look at Lizzo's clothes for inspiration on the new Taurus submarines. Lizzo, like no one ever in the industry, didn't know about Lizzo. Fuck the dancers. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Whatever, Notorious Rev. Uh, is that Lizzie or is that he? he, he? That, that, that was Lizzo. Yeah, look, I know I know that there's a big, big, there's a huge similarity between Lizzo and he, he, he. But when he, he, he talks, it's more like. <laughs> oh, she just said how great her partner is right there. <laughs> oh, how, how awesome he is, how much he, he helps people. <laughs> oh, he, he, he pretty much can walk on water. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> oh, yeah. Obama. See, I can decipher it all. I, you know, I, 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 once again, I speak to whales. I'll, 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 look, I'll, I'll decipher here for you a second. Hold on, let me, let me finish this to the this. What I told the whales there was, what did Helen Keller say when she fell off the 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 the, the side of the mountain? Nothing. Her mittens were on. See, and, and I don't know if whales get that or not. I mean, maybe they do, maybe they don't. Maybe they know who Helen Keller is. I don't know if they got TV sets down there. Is that a whale or a Furby? She just asked, what the fuck is Hassan Pfeffer? <laughs> so, yes, uh, this Lizzo story, look, look I, I don't care that nobody likes Lizzo. I, I really don't. I love the story. I love the fact that she fat shamed her own fat dancers and then wanted them to eat bananas out of cooters. Oh, I'm going to follow this story until it dies. Until it dies. Ken Dog says, LOL, who knew Arnie speaks five languages? This is why I need to be cantonized. St. Arnie. Lizzo's favorite movie is Free Willy. Well, she knows him. That's why. <laughs> All right, somebody we haven't talked about in a long, long time. Um... Angelina Jolie. Boy, you want to talk about somebody who was fucking ultra hot, like sun hot. And now she's just kind of, she's kind of like Cruella DeVille. And instead of Dalmatians, she takes foreigners. So she's in the middle of this fucking lawsuit with Brad Pitt over winery. She's still got that one kid that, that brings a... Mage, maybe you can help me with this. One, one of her kids brings, like, for Christmas tradition, he walks around the house with a, a fish in a bag. Is that something y'all do on the Pacific Rim? Or is, is he one of them dirty people? I, I think his name is Pax. Or it's either Pax or Haya. Look, Kung Fu Letters. The other day on the Arnie State Show page, we, 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 we went to eat lunch, and we drove by these two, uh, I, I don't know, they're temples, and they're very, very Asian temples, and I asked Mage if he'd ever been there. I, I tried to tag him in that, but I, I, I didn't tag him because I'm stupid, but uh, 
I wanted to put up there, hey, look, Kung Fu letters. I imagine that would probably got me booted off fucking Facebook if I would have done that. <laughs> Angelina is the Thanos of collecting third world kids. Uh, Angelina Jolie, talk about high mileage. Well, well look, 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 here's the thing. At one time, look, when, when they filmed Mr. and Mrs. Smith, and we all knew that they were fucking, and he was fucking behind Jennifer Aniston's back, I still think it was a bad move because Jen Aniston's still decent, over 50. Angelina Jolie is like 20 miles a bad road. She's rugged. She is rugged. Well, she wants to dip her toes into producing on Broadway. Holy mother Jesus! Now why? Now what? Wh- why? And, and, and by the way, the story only gets worse. Y'all ready for this? The Oscar-winning actress, who then made out with her brother while wearing a vial of, of, of uh, Billy Bob Thornton's blood, has become the lead producer on the Broadway-bound new musical, The Outsiders. If I said it once, I'm going to say it a billion fucking times. The Outsiders is most likely the most overrated movie of all time. I'll say it again. The most overrated, the only reason that movie is good or popular, and I'm going to tell you why, because I sit in the wigwam of truth. I'm sitting stackar style here. Because that made girls moist down there for the first time when they saw it. You got, look, 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 it was a who's who of who's in it. Matt Dillon, Rob Lowe. Ralph Macchio when he was only 27. Patrick, Sir Patrick Swayze. Before Patrick Swayze became badass. Roadhouse. The Outsiders is the, the uh, I, I'm going to say it's the shittiest movie I've ever sat through. It's dumb. And shocking it takes place in Oklahoma. And now they're going to have, we're going to fight. We're the socias. We're the greasers. We're going to fight. This has been done before. It's called East Side Story. It's also been called Romeo and Juliet. Wow, we can longer be friends, Arnie. I love the outsiders. Oh, God. No. Forget it. I never thought of that way. Horrible movie. I swear I'm not gay. Stay golden, Arnie boy. Oh, my God. Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, Tom Cruise was in it. Uh, Patrick Swayze ruled in Point Break. Amen. But still, his, his, his role of roles is, of course, Roadhouse. probably the greatest guy movie of all time. Point Break is up there. The Outsiders, Christ on a crutch, came out when I was 12. I didn't see it then. Tom Cruise have really rotten teeth in it, and he thought he was a tough guy. I would rather watch clown pornography, which I have seen. 
I would rather sit through the entire trilogy again of the human centipede, which I have seen all three, than to ever, ever see The Outsiders again. And now it's a musical. Out of your fucking mind. Oh, by the way, it's going to win every award. Because every girl who got her panties soaked when she was a little girl seeing the movie is going to go. And they're going to watch it. And they're going to they're gonna have cool songs in there. Maybe they'll put some Lin-Manuel Miranda in there and do some rapping. Human Centipede, the musical, I would see that. I don't know. Diane Lane was so hot in it. They hardly focus on any of the girls. Okay, Outsiders, you have to watch an Adele concert. Which one you? Uh, which one am I watching? Oh, I'm watching Adele all day long. <laughs> I was hacked. Hello. It's okay that you like it. It's me. It's just an overrated movie. Yes, we know it's you. I was wondering hey. if after all these years you'd like to no, meet. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to meet you, but thank you. I appreciate that. So there you go. It won't get any acclaim unless it shows how mistreated blacks and Indians are in Oklahoma. Oh, just wait for the new fucking, um, what's his name, Leonardo DiCaprio fucking Martin Scorsese movie. Ooh, that movie is going to be bad. It's probably going to win every award out there, too. Just letting you know. By the way, September's huge movie month. Starting next week, actually, is big movies. Uh, the new Will Ferrell movie with Jamie Foxx voicing a dog as well called Strays comes out next week. September 1st, The Equalizer 3 comes out. Please be better than The Equalizer 2. And then um, September 22nd, I believe... Um, is the new Expendables Part 4, which is rated R. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. Finally, some good graphically violent movies. I need that. Not since Sizzo have I been entertained in a theater. Sizzo. That was it. They need to make Sizzo Part 2. Don't fuck around. That's what it'll be called. Uh, all right, where do we go from here? Oh, we got to take a trip, people. This could only happen here. I mean, I, honestly, the only place this could happen. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. We sure do. And, and, and I got to say, um, I'm not buying this. I'm not buying this as far as I could throw this person. I got to find the right, the, the, the right sound effects here. Uh, is it newest? There it is. I, I, I'm going to be on the side with uh, Sheriff uh, Grady uh, Judd here. Listen, that, that's a bunch of hooey. That soft and cuddly feeling, we're going to hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. Yeah, you really do. Swoosh 3, Equalizer 3, The Return of Queen Latifah. No, it's Denzel. He's the only Equalizer. He and that white British guy from the 80s. Sizzy was awesome. Dude said like three lines in the whole movie. Yeah. All right. 
a Florida mayor, Tampa Mayor Jane Castor, just so happened to be out fishing on the Florida Keys to celebrate her son's birthday when all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they see some debris, or as some people pronounce it, debris. So they, the family decided to look in to see what we got here. Oh, by the way, the mayor is former police chief as well. They reeled it in, and they were like, oh, my God, we have found a ball of cocaine. That's right. Castor said the package was heavy as the family hauled it into their boat using a gaff. They've said they found other unusual objects in the sea, but never found floating bales of cocaine, that's for sure. The Miami sector confirmed that the boater in the Florida Keys discovered 25 bricks of cocaine. Well, I'm betting that there were probably 30, but, well, 25 got turned in. They had an estimated street value of $1.1 million. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine them. Right, they found it. Whoops, a daisy. Looky there. Oh, man. That was for the sharks. Yeah, the sharks are pissed now. Where's our Coke? You just so happen to be the former police chief, and you're fishing, and you reel in 70 pounds. 70 pounds of cocaine. Something smells fishy, and it ain't that cocaine. Kid pulls out of the water, but Hunter leaps in and snatches it. Yeah, Hunter's been swimming. The Secret Service will report it belongs to some construction workers. And then later they'll announce, oh, no, it was somebody in the Biden family. Weird how that works. Now, this next story, I, I saw this story, and had me, it, it had me, uh, my, 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 my sensors went off on this because I find this to be kind of fascinating. Uh, Tampa is a liberal hellhole surrounded by rednecks. Ybor uh, City is where they all meet, always entertaining. Just cut it up and release it back into the ocean to dissolve. All right. A mom, where's this story at? Daughter's halfway decent looking. Um, TikToker Elise Carolyn shared a video of her family with two cakes, with one having the word yeah on it while another having the word 100 on it. The video, which is more than 7 million views, was captured when your mom pays your sister $500 to go on 100 dates with 100 different guys before getting married. Hold on, here's the video. This sounds something. Oh, clicked unmute. Scrolling all the guys. Um, I'm sorry. Um... But is anybody else seeing that this is just blatant prostitution? So, honey, this is what we're going to have you do. We want you to go on these dates with these hundred fellas, 
and we'll give you $500. You're making $5 a guy? Honey, you're doing all the damn work. You know that this girl's cooter has been fucking blown out. And mom paid it. Does, does anybody not see this? Am I looking too far into this? I, I, like, I'm accused of looking too far into things. There's an ad that runs down here. I, I pointed this out to Braddy Kid yesterday watching the Rangers lose. There's an ad for a, a, an energy company because we got like 58 energy companies down here. That they will give you free electricity on the weekends. Now, the way they start this ad was, your weekends are your good time to party. Some bullshit like that, right? The first video, yes, they lost to the A's. Thank you, Stink Fist. I knew I could count on you to finish the story for me. They were shut out by the A's. How's that? So the first scene is at a Friday night football game in Texas because, well, that's what we all do. The second scene is a man and wife getting dressed up to go out dancing for the evening. And then the third scene is a cookout on a Sunday afternoon. Now, I watched this commercial a couple times before I thought to myself, wait a second. They're giving you free electricity when you leave the house. Think about it. If you're at a high school football game, guess what you're not doing? You're not using electricity in your house. But it's free. Saturday, when you go out dancing and you stay out till all hours, you ain't using electricity, but it's free. And then Sunday, you're cooking out in the backyard. Guess what you're not using? Electricity again. Free electricity. My ass. Was it the Rangers game you're watching, the one they lost to the A's? The same A's that can't get more than 4,300 fans at home. They had 6,100 there yesterday. Yeah, baby. Rangers can bring them to town. Back to this story, though. This mom paid her daughter $500 to go out on 100 dates. Now, if I were to get a woman and pay her $5 to go out with 100 different men, I would be known as a pimp. My name would be probably Don Juan the Magic Wand because green is for the money and gold is for the honeys, baby. And they're putting this video online and they're talking about it. Your mom's a pimp. Can't cook in the backyard in California. Produces greenhouse gases, electric barbecues, only cooking vegan patties. Oh, you know what? Safety guy, don't, don't, don't say stuff like that. See, see, the, this is why I don't ask the question of what's next. Braddy Kid earlier this year said, fuck it, we're not hiring anybody to cut the grass, I'm going to cut the grass. She went and bought a lawnmower, uh, an edger, and then the, the cool wind thing. That, that thing's fun to play with. You can really fuck with a cat with that. Um, pimp name, Master States. I'll, I'll go with St. Arnie. That could be my pimp name. 
but the only lawnmowers that they're selling are, are electric lawnmowers. Electric lawnmowers suck. There ain't no get go. There ain't no get up and go in them. It's like mowing with a Prius. Horrible. Horrible. I do not want to see a day where there's only electric barbecues. Go to Nevada to pick up contraband barbecues and steaks. You can go to a parking lot in Reno and buy 25 ribeyes for $25. Oof. I'd rather buy my meat at Winco. That's right. I'm a snob when it comes to meat. Sorry. Not sorry. St. Arnie uh, is your church name Jalapeno? Oh, it's the Church of Arnidad. Jalapeno. The California black market. Oh, good Lord. How do you say that to your daughter? Look, we want you to go out with 100 different guys before you get married. We want you to get blown out by everybody. We want you to find that perfect cock. Oh, if I didn't cross the line with that story, just wait. When I saw this story yesterday, Master States would be your space owner name, obviously. Yes, oh, definitely. Pastor Arnisius, terrible. They're trying to ban propane and charcoal grills here in the Bay Area already. Oh, I, look, I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Mmm, electric grilled meat. Yum. Now, this, this is a terrible story. And, and as soon as I saw this story, I just knew I had a quick line for it. But the line is so awful and it's so over the top, it's worth doing. And, and I'm going to ask every guy on, on here to be honest. To be honest. On Monday, a passenger took to Facebook to share a disappointing experience with an airline. This happened in England last week where Chelsea Williams attempted to breastfeed her five-week-old baby to stop the infant from crying in pain. But right before takeoff, a crew member approached her and asked her to stop. There's no official restriction, she says. A representative for the airline replied, however, we would not recommend it because it could make other people uncomfortable. Frustrated with the response, she shared her story on Facebook and a post has since attracted 900 comments in two days. Uh, when she was first asked to stop, the mother was shocked. Breastfeeding wasn't allowed, blah, blah, blah. Master states is would be your slave owner name, obviously. Okay, slave, there you go. That makes more sense. Um, I'm going I'm, I'm to tell you why this happened. I'm going to tell you why this happened. And, yes, you can hate me for it. It's okay. It happened because she's probably ugly. I, I said it. I'm not taking that back. They asked this woman to stop breastfeeding because... I said it. I said I said it. She's ugly. The end. That, 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 that's the only reason this happened. Because every guy here, every guy on here who's not sitting next to their wife or their girlfriend, or whose girlfriend isn't sitting somewhere on another computer monitoring, will go, yeah, we, we don't care. If there's a hot chick that's breastfeeding, we're going to watch. 
I do not feel uncomfortable about that. But uh, I, I'm just going to tell you, for reals here, um, if all of a sudden I was on a plane and Lizzo was on the plane... I'd be like, no, it's not okay to breastfeed. No, it's it's terrible. Stop it, Jesus Christ! Um, uh, if she whips out that 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 National Geographic titty, uh, uh-uh, uh, uh, that's gross. If it was covered up, it should be okay. Is that? It's not a turn. Here's a turn on. We get to see a boob. We're gonna see nipple. Men are men are the simplest creatures in the world. If it's a hot chick and her boob pops out, we want to see her nipple. Okay, we like the side boob, we like the under boob, we like the cleavage, but our favorite part is the nipple. And if this gal is ugly or has bad titties, we're going to say, Ugh. Look, sorry, once again, I'm in the wigwam. Unless you're CP. Oh, yeah, exactly. See, CP is the kind of guy, uh, mess, mess, cover that up. Eh. Yeah, you're, you're, you're ugly and gross. No, I don't want to see that. I want to see, put that thing away. And I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, look, look, look. I'm sorry that men are so shallow. I'm sorry that I am so shallow and I am telling you the truth. Is this no? It's not every man. It, it, uh, look, I'm gonna say ninety-two and a half percent, ninety-three. I'll give you that. There are seven percent of men out there right now who are going. I can't believe you said that. That is disgusting. That woman is providing nourishment for her child. Okay, if she was hot, then she'd be providing me a titty in public. Titties in public are amazing. You don't ever get to see titties in public. See, this is why, and and ladies, I'm going to tell you real quick. Boy, I am sounding really chauvinistic today. It's okay. You know how they have all these gals out there that are trying to do the free the nipple movement? It ain't going to happen. You see, because that, that would be like having Santa Claus every day. We'd get tired of it. One of my favorite dad stories of all time, I wish, Wien, I wish Wiener guy was on uh, today because he was with me when this happened. And I've told this story before. We went down to Barton Springs down in Austin. Barton Springs is a natural spring, and it's about 72 degrees year-round. Now, you hear 72, you go, ooh, that sounds lovely. Well, here's the problem. 72 degrees in the middle of summer in Texas where it's going to be hot. I know that's a news flash. I guess there was a story about a couple that died in Texas because they, their air conditioner went out. It happens. Sorry. Uh, what's the perfect nipple? <laughs> Boy, see, they, every guy has their own. Um, cue the Jeopardy music. All right, so uh, ask family, uh, males, what is the perfect nipple?
Stink Fist says young. That sounded creepy. Yeah, a little bit. Look, I'm, uh, the perfect nipple, the only way I can describe it is Farrah Fawcett. Farrah Fawcett. My wife's nipples because it's mine. Okay, good answer. 20s before kids. Um, Farrah Fawcett's nipple. Look, look it up. Farrah Fawcett's nipple is one of the greatest things that was ever created by whatever god you want to ask. Hot pool girl in Fast Times, uh, uh, Phoebe Cates. I'll say this, the areola part, and that's just such a weird word, the areola. The areola part cannot be bigger than a 50-cent piece. Okay, It, it just can't. If it's a big old slab of bologna, no. And I prefer long nipples, but that's just me. Not crazy long, but 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 like Farrah Fawcett eraser nipples. Now, the story I was going to tell you, um, went to Barton Springs, 73 degrees. The water is ice cold in the summertime. We get there, and I'm 12 or 13 at the time. My cousins are with me. And we get there, and my dad and my uncle they spot this co-ed because it's a big hangout for co-eds and things that go to the University of Texas. I think this was like like the first game of the season, late August, early September, so it was still really hot. Janet Jackson Super Bowl show. <clears throat> Small point, no one wants to suck on a finger, LOL. Yeah, can't be too long. My dad and uncle noticed this gal across the spring, and she's tanning topless, and the titties are hanging out. So the first thing that my dad says is, what would you send me here, poker? Why are you sending me poker stuff? He said, Jason, do you remember who I am? I will fuck your mother in front of you and torture her while you watch. Holy Lord, that's fucking rough. Um, so dad and uncle look at us and go, Hey, go up to the car and get our, get our glasses. Hand to God. So we run up to the car, we get the glasses, we come back down and my dad and my uncle, they get, they had their glasses and they wade across this cold ass water and they get about halfway there. And me and my cousins are watching and this girl just gets up and leaves. My dad and uncle froze their nuts off in that water. Why? To see boobs. That's why. See, that's why we can't do the free the nipple program. Because boobs are majestic. Boobs are phenomenal. I don't know why guys love them so much. Because we don't have them, maybe. I, I, I'm not sure. I, I, and, and all the feminazis out there. They're made for milk for babies. Well, they're also fun bags, okay? They're awesome. We're told in an early age they're awesome. And we go through believing that they're awesome. But if you're like really like gross or like crack looking, nasty looking, it, maybe your boobs look like they, they, a pool ball got dropped into a sock. I definitely don't want to see that breastfeeding. Put that thing away. Put it away right now. It's a poker girl that wears plastic boobs and lets one fall out to distract her opponents. 
They weren't made for looking at. Why did nature make them so good to look at? Yeah, I know, right? Seriously. So an ugly gal got told no on the breastfeeding on a plane. That's pretty much the gist of that story. Yes, I'm going to hell. Congratulations going out to Kimberly Winter. She's 33 years old, and she was alive on the air in Maryland. No, we don't have video, or, or do we? Do, do, do we? Yes, we do. Here she is. Sure, in my belly to produce this world record-breaking burp. <laughs> that's that's 107.3. Yeah! That's right, a woman in Virginia. Kimberly Winter produced the loudest burp in history. 107 decibels. Ladies can do stuff now, and you're going to have to learn how to deal with that. The previous record was achieved by Elsa Canegli of Italy. Now the strap is back in America, baby. She said, I just kind of like being loud and proud. Boy, she could have been a backup dancer for Lizzo. That's all I'm saying. Hold my beer, bitch. Y'all ain't heard me in the shower. Big Coop says, that burp was a winner. Even babies know they're awesome. I had to fight with all my kids for them. So there you go. This gal broke the record, and, and man, oh, man. I am proud to be an American. Why is this a story? Why, why, why is a wacky radio stunt a story? Surprised they can even do that anymore after the damn end killed somebody. All right, last story here, and this one is glorious. We're in that time right now of weddings. People are getting married, and they're going to continue to get married into the fall. Only assholes get married on Saturdays during college football, but that's a whole other story. Casey was so excited to marry her fiancé, Alex. They'd been together for six years. You know what? Hold on a second here. Let's, Let's do this the right way, shall we? I'm saying, well, Arnie, what's the right way? Well, this is the right way. Casey and her husband, or fiance Alex, six years together. Strangers in the they were celebrating. Casey was celebrating in a hotel room. Her friend saw her phone light up, thinking it would be a message of well wishes or congratulations. But it was something else. Something in your eyes was so inviting. Something in your There was a series of screenshots so between her fiance in my heart told me I must and another woman.
Her heart sunk as she flicked through the countless conversations. One of them said, quote, your body is fucking incredible, and you do know how to use it. I wish my girlfriend had half the skills you do. I've never had this kind of connection before. This weekend, you and I, it's on hot stuff. Bring your A game. Some of the message were also arranging trips to take together. At first, young Casey felt completely broken. Her world slipping away. And her wedding was only a few hours away. She decided to sleep on it and see what the course of action would be. In the morning, she says, I woke up the girls and told them my decision. I was going ahead with the wedding as expected. And the girls were shocked. But she said, don't be shocked. Don't be shocked. Because mainly, this was her theme song that day. And she didn't. They got to the altar. This gal is a fucking savage. She started by saying, there will be no wedding today. As a hush fell over the sanctuary. She says, it seems Alex is not who I thought he was. Everyone there was left speechless. Then it started. She started to read the texts out loud. With every word, more color left Alex's face. She says, I let my weeping eyes rise and meet his, and he had not one thing to say. He stalked out of the church with his best man trailing behind him. His family looked on horrified. She says, I love all of you, and as horrible as this is, I'm glad you are all here. There will not be a wedding reception today, but instead there will be a celebration of honesty, finding true love and following your heart even when it hurts. Boy, I got to tell you, I got to tell you, that lady right there is bad motherfucker of the year. It don't get much better than that. I, I mean, shit. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. One of the best singers, one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. I mean, damn. That girl right there, she, she just, she won it. She won the game. Should have said it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, so here's the big question. Like, like, when you get to the reception, do you fucking beeline toward the gift table to find your gift so you can take that shit back? 
Arnie, in an Indian wedding in Yuba City, a guy was marrying a girl, and he found her sex tape and released it to everyone at the wedding. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Oh. One of the best singers, one of the best-looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. See, that, that, is, that is savagery on such an amazing level that I can just tip my cap to it. Did she have a shitty wedding DJ who handed out CDs of his own music? No, that's still only me. And remember, we were announced as the United States. That's why you write a check, easy to cancel. Yep, indeed. So there you go. All right, ass family, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, Thank you for being here. Great show today. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy in. Tomorrow is Friday. Woo, look at that. You persevered. You got through the week. So, till then, please remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Have a fantastic Thursday, and adios, everybody. Uh, On some postcard of Dinah Stole my heart away from me Way down Louisiana Take me back to Tulsa I'm too young to marry Take me back to Tulsa I'm too young to marry Blossom and the big, big gates of honey Old man picks a cotton while the rich man gets some money Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry Take me back to Tulsa, I'm too young to marry
show at arnieradio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.